0: I can't believe I will And you still got people out there with double masks and face shields yeah. and shit. Look into it.
1: You can tell it's real because it looks so fake.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Look Into It. Thank you very much for the support. Um, uh, It's good to know that at least some of you guys out there are being entertained. Uh, Today, we're going to I'm going to introduce a comedian that I met in Dallas while we were doing Swarm Tank, and I had no idea who he was. And, uh, we were up on the panel and he comes up and he knew Sam Tripoli and lately he's just been blowing the fuck up. So, uh, man, and, uh, uh, we're, we think <clears throat> along the same lines with many on many subjects and, uh, we're going to go over a bunch of them. And, but, but, before I introduce Mr. Alex Stein, primetime 99, I'm going to show you a video cl- clip, quick clip of what, uh, made him famous recently. Check this out. <laughs>
1: Let's, let's start that one more time, guys. Come on in the audience. Let's vibe tonight. It's prime time. Officer, you know I'm on the ground. You know gas prices are way too high. Putin's got to die. Put a bullet in Putin's head. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm a freak for the vaccine. Vaccinate my body at the party. Sipping Bacardi. I'm the proof when I'm in a booth. Spitting on the mic anti-vax, Putin hates all of them blacks, Putin is a bad racist, put them in the ground, white or brown, and I'm in plain old town, and you know you just got found, I'm a pimp on a blimp, in less stack shrimp, no you can't stop my shine, I'm number 90 Ukraine and I go insane, put a bullet in Putin's brain, you know that is the plan, I'm a Zelensky stan, I love you, Vladimir Zelensky, you are so smart, what's the smell, did somebody fart, no way, what can you say, fascinate me straight or gay, I love you, and I love to rhyme and grind all the time, and you got that sanitizer, And you know I got that Pfizer, you know I stick it in my vein, put a bullet in Putin's brain, do it for the Ukraine, before I go insane, let me antibacterial my body, at the party, sipping Bacatti, you know the flow, and I am a pimp, cause I am on a blimp. Eat lots of steak and shrimp One more time, I'm 99 And you know I grind and shine Gas prices way too high Vladimir Putin needs to die Gas prices way too high Vladimir needs to die I'm the truth in the booth Take my picture, I'm a winner I'm gonna eat you for dinner, okay? uh, uh, I just wanna say, I love you we need to take out Vladimir Putin, like Lindsey Graham said. Thank you, Mayor Mullins. I appreciate the time. <laughs> Peace. God bless you all. Prime time sign on Instagram. Thank you.
2: Eddie, like that's Lindsey like you. I'm Graham a rock said. star.
1: I, I want to be like you, Eddie. Okay, I got to ask you something. Was that,
0: was that freestyle or did you write it out and memorize it?
1: Of course. OK, so listen, everybody's been like, oh, even all the and see, this is the problem with the truth community. Some people think that, you know, I'm a government CIA already and that was written for me by some Tavistock people. But what I had prepared, I had gas prices way too high. Vladimir Putin needs to die. But any like any true player pimp you know i got bars like a xanax dealer you know what i mean i got that i'm a pimp on a blimp so yeah that was up there just i'm literally freestyling it because you know as a musician not that i'm necessarily a musician but you know i like to rap you have to get in the zone you know what i mean so i was a hundred i was in it dude i'm a method actor my hero is andy kaufman and the reason why i like danny coffin is he wasn't necessarily a stand-up comedian he called himself a song and dance man and that's kind of what i am you know eddie i'm not even your your pause comedian i wanted it to be cringe i wanted this is what i do and i'm not trying to say that i invented this but what, what what i'm doing it's called culture jamming and other people created that term so we're taking the most absurd part of our culture and you're jamming it in people's faces and so in my mind when i went in there, i was like well it's going to be cringy it's going to be bad but that doesn't matter that's part of it you know the worse it is the better it might be in my mind yeah i totally get it It it's
0: fucking genius it was perfect man and you and in that other uh the other guy cassidy is that his name yes yes he's my buddy yes yes that's it
1: cassidy campbell (laughs) yes you you nailed it so good too
0: (laughs) He's so good. Maybe we could find it. What's, what's the best one uh, on YouTube for Cassidy it, Campbell? Just, just like, go to his if, channel. If he goes on for like 10 minutes, is there a nice uh, little short one?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, just go to like Cassidy Campbell on his YouTube page. He's got 1.6 million subs but let me tell you a little bit about Cassidy real quick because you know now he's become my protege he's a few years younger than me he's like five years younger than me but so his channel he actually went you know he was like doing YouTube about five years ago doing like a lot of prank videos and back when like the YouTube algorithm was better back when like it used to be like when when Joe was on it you know back YouTube sucks now but YouTube used to be better like it used to be like a community and you could go viral on it and I guess my point being is like He was, he had a channel blew up. He would do these stupid pranks. He would do like the wankster character and he'd like go in public and hit on girls or bring a laptop into like a, a, you know, library and make it have porno sounds or something. We get like 5 million views. But then once he started to get a little more based and a little more political, his, his views dropped, world star, hip hop, stopped sharing them all these places, stopped sharing them. And then, what happened was, is he kind of noticed me you, the first video you ever saw. And I have to thank you so much, Eddie, because that was the one where I went up there and I spoke about abortion. And I said, I love abortion so much. There's my cat, Kyle. But I said, I love abortion so much. It's my favorite thing in the world. You know, it's like the safest form of birth control. And you saw that. I remember that's the first time you ever messaged me. You saw that video and he saw it and he's like, Alex, I, you know, I want to meet you. I want to create content. I want to do this too. So once he started going to the meeting, he, you know, his first couple of videos, When you first go speak of these things, you don't usually go viral because you're kind of nervous. It's kind of awkward. But then about his third time, Eddie, you know, he started blowing up doing it. And now his channel, he's gained, you know, nearly 200,000 subs. So what I'm trying to say is his channel is kind of stagnant. And then when we started doing this culture jam, it's bringing his channel back up. Uh, And Cassidy's really talented. And
0: we got a video video real quick. We're going to show it. Then we'll get back
2: to this. Hey, what up? What up, pimp? So uh, it's tax season right now. First of all, I just want to give a shout out to my kids. It's the only time of the year I ever uh, play my kids. You feel? But yeah, shout out to them. You feel me? Uh, all I was going to say was, so I just got my Ancestry DNA test back, and I'm 2% black. The reason I'm up here today is because y'all trifling, and we need to honor my homie George Floyd, who now been sober two years, and this is going to be called the Say His Name Bill, all right? So this is my Ancestry DNA test, if y'all don't believe me, 2%. So first of all, let's take a knee to the Pledge of Allegiance of George Floyd, while I recite the pledge. Everybody take a knee, please. I pledge allegiance to George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement and the causes for which they stand. One sentence, (coughs) I can't breathe with methamphetamine and fentanyl for all. Let's get into it now. Nobody took a knee, I see. I guess y'all are racist. Y'all was taking a knee back in 2020 though. Am I the only one still taking knees? So uh, this is what's finna be on the bill though, which will be for kindergarten through 12th grade for the month of April. So first of all, white kids need to hold their breath for eight minutes every day. White kids have to do the black kids' schoolwork. White kids have to give black kids their lunch money or else. They'll go to the principal's office. Everyone will watch George Floyd's sex tape and write an essay on it. Every Veterans Day, we will honor George Floyd as he served as a security guard for the Salvation Army. Kids can receive bonus points in the classroom if they hold a pregnant woman at gunpoint. Kids can receive bonus points for using counterfeit $20 bills. Kids can receive bonus points if they record themselves having a fentanyl overdose and live. Students should purposely provoke the police because they're racist and try their best to receive police brutality and be celebrated by BLM with a peaceful protest. Students will be encouraged to do everything possible to get shot by the police and do not comply. White kids will sit in the back of the bus so that they can live the experience of Rosa Parks. Black kids will start with a baseline grade on all schoolwork of 80% and white kids will start with 0% in order to end racism. Students will post a black square on all social media platforms to end racism and spread equality. Pre-made Molotov cocktails will be for sale in the school store, and it will be highly encouraged that they are used on school police cars. If a white kid acts up in the classroom, the teacher will be called to put a knee on his neck. If a black kid shoots someone in school, it will be justified and labeled as self-defense because he was bullied, no matter what, due to skin color, and he will be celebrated as a national hero. Black kids will be issued guns in school for protection against white supremacy the N word will be called a trigger word which means they will now be allowed to pull it. Black on black crime will be encouraged as it is in Chicago in order to end white supremacy in the name of the greatest mayor of all time Lori Lightfoot. I love you Lori bless you can you can you just pause for one second you can, do we have to allow this to continue I'm almost done no I'm sorry I asked a question of my city attorney oh. Uh, I would allow this to finish, and then we can go in executive session and talk about this. Yeah, last now. time I checked, y'all took a knee for George Floyd. Chick-fil-A will no longer be able to sell, be sold at schools, and Popeyes will replace them, because Popeyes is nothing without black lives, and Chick-fil-A is culturally appropriated chicken. High speed police chases will be encouraged and all students who get in them will be moved up one grade and labeled as an honor student. Also, if the car you took in the police chase was stolen, you will receive a full ride scholarship to an HBCU. If the police chase ends in the shootout, you will automatically be given a free doctorate degree and you will get a highway named after you. Also, since I'm here, where are my reparations at? My ancestors were slaves, they built this country. And since they my ancestors, I'm, I'm a slave by DNA. So where are my reparations at? I mean, we need to stop this racism. We need to stop this. You feel me? Hey, stop this racism. Where are my reparations at, bruh? Hey, take a knee for me, Mayor. Take a knee like you did in 2020. Take a knee like you did in 2020. Come on, y'all. And that mayor did take Shout a knee. Kids, he was famous for taking a Instagram, knee in Frisco. NXT, uh, $10 story promos. Shout out to my kids one more time. Last time you're going to see them until next tax season. Thank you. All right. Peace out. Dude,
1: that was so fucking good, dude. <laughs> well, Eddie, so, so, and I'm not even trying to take any credit for it, but so, you know, Cassidy, he loves to write it out because it is kind of, when you go up there and there's people are looking at you, it's very low vibrational energy. You know, like when I started going to these meetings, the reason what I notice is when you speak serious, they look at you just like you're some conspiracy tinfoil hat asshole. But if you, if you start acting crazy, then you get their attention. Cause most of the time they're on their cell phone. Like I would hear people talk about how their neighbor's house caught on fire. Then the fire department came and it didn't catch, you know, their house ended up catching on fire because the fire department didn't put it out fast enough. And they'd be begging and sad. And these politicians just like, I'm like, whatever, you know? And then when I realized one of the first videos, I noticed I got the mayor's attention is we have this black mayor named Eric Johnson. And I said, Eric Johnson, since you're the first gay mayor of Dallas and he's not, he's a like happily married guy. I go, you should, you should, you should sell. Or, or you should give out the free Johnson and Johnson vaccine in the gay neighborhood. You could be like, Eric Johnson's free Johnson and Johnson. I was like, the gay community will love that. They love the double entendre since you're a gay icon. And that's when he started to remember me. And then I, in that same sketch, I talked about how you're more likely to die of COVID if you're overweight. Which he was, and and so every meeting I go, oh, this is the guy that called me fat. So, so what I'm saying is, is the only way you get these attention is because all these politicians, and it doesn't matter if they're a stupid city council member or they're the mayor, they have this self righteous, self importance uh, nature about themselves. They just think they're the end all be all. You know, it's like. They don't want to deal with us. they are NPCs in the, in the video game of life, non-playable characters. They don't want to interact with the peons like us. So once you do stuff like that, then it causes them to interject in the meeting. And so that's why Cassidy and I, Cassidy and I have been successful because we're literally just culture jamming. We're taking their narrative and jamming in their face and they can't help, but be like, what the hell is going on? You know,
0: (laughs) I know exactly what you're doing. I love it, man. Now, what do you do you have <clears throat> what was the first time you ever went up to city city council like that? And did some kind of crazy shit like that. What okay, so to? this, is,
1: so let me tell you a little bit about my story. So you know, before I started my YouTube channel, uh, I lived in L.A. for two years. I graduated college in 2010 I lived in L.A. I didn't have a job. I went to central casting. I got a job as an extra, working 18 to look younger. Then I got a job as like a production assistant. Then I got on this ABC reality show called The Glass House, and in this show, it's like Big Brother, and you vote each other out of the house, and they film you 24/7. And I thought, oh, this is gonna be my big break, you know. And the producers like Alex. You're going to be to the end of the show you're going to be so good but we want you to be the villain and I was like okay I'll be the villain what was the premise of the show it's just like big brother except on this one the the audience can vote you out so that was I the only difference big, I, I've never seen okay big, big brother big yeah what's, well what's i don't there? really watch it see i don't watch those shows either see that was my problem everybody else on the show was like huge reality tv fans but how it works is let's say you get 12 people in a house okay. and then you know and then you have every time there's like a jury and you vote people to be put up to be you know eliminated so there'd be like two people on the chopping block and then they would give america the choice and how it works in big brother it's just you know people are lying to each other and you do challenges and if you win the challenge you might get you know uh what is it you know immunity from being put up it's a stupid freaking reality show right I, and i didn't know anything about it, but these producers, they liked my personality. They're like, Alex, you know, you're going to stay to the end. We, we, We want you to be a villain. Like we think that'd be really good for the show. And me just being an idiot, 25 year old kid, I'm like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll be the villain, but I don't really, I didn't really know what the villain is. So I'm going around like every time this girl would take a dump, I'd be like, you know, it sounds, it it smells like orange scented shit every time you leave the bathroom, Erica, like I was trolling them, but I was a little, I was a little too hard and I ended up getting kicked off second. So, so I was like really frustrated. I was kind of mad at LA. I got a job working in Dallas for the TV show cheaters. And I signed a non-disclosure agreement in the A. But if you know anything about that show, have you ever watched that show? Eddie? cheers those eighty show cheaters cheaters oh, well, cheater. yeah well, yeah dude, so we cheaters. catch people
0: dude that show that's that's uh um man that, i used to watch that shit all the time dude yeah been- where, where that guy that guy's cheating on i've a- seen every episode. And me what do you go
1: ahead i worked on the show for 10 years okay go ahead sorry what which episode
0: well, did you were you working on the show when that dude who was cheating on his girl got caught on a boat fishing with some chick and they pulled up that's, next to him on a boat and the chick pulled out a knife and- <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> you
1: know, that's the up? first season that was the first season that went viral as the number one you know intense reality uh tv show was, was moment of all time season no 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 i was that the show's been on for 17 years eddie so that was like i was in i was when that first season i was like in eighth grade or something i was like a freshman in high school when that happened
0: sam tripley and i are coming to your town catch us on the road doing tinfoil hat comedy follow me on instagram at tinfoil hat comedy night go to samtripley.com for more information and to buy your tickets see you on the road
1: Okay. Okay. So, so let's, so let me tell you the story. So I'm working at cheaters and I work, you know, I started off, I would worked there in college as a production assistant. And then when I got there, I was, you know, helping organize, you know, getting the vans, finding the crew, you know, I ended up becoming where we, how it works. We had 22 episodes, two bus an episode. So we had like four producers that would do, you know, handle about 10 bus. You'd be in charge of making sure it all happened. I worked there for a long time. Move up. The host of the show is a guy named Clark Gable. His grandfather is the actor Clark Gable, gone with a win. The super famous guy, like one of the biggest Hollywood legacy actors of all yeah, time. Of course. They- This is his grandson. And and when I tell you this story, dude, he was had the highest tolerance of anybody I've ever met. I'm talking about when it comes to drugs, alcohol, this guy was like, you know, you know, he had, you know, the sleeve tattoos. I'm just saying he was like the California quintessential California wild guy. He had a doc in the box for Xanax for every pill. You know, he had a prescription for it. He was just a wild child. He was a good friend of mine, but it's really sad. After the 17th season of cheaters, we're done filming. And so this is when he kind of has some downtime. He's not having his, you know, structured uh you know it's like his time's not as structured like even though clark was insane he always showed up to work sober but he, but as soon as we were done he had a six pack of beer opening up as soon as you got back to the studio but he did his job sober i'll give him that and he was my good friend but he started getting really bad he ran out of all of his like prescriptions from all of his you know sketchy doctors he went and he bought some oxycodone or some vicodin when this, he's with his 19 month old baby and his wife and the reason why i talk about his tolerance Is if this guy would have died, I would have thought he would die in a blaze of glory at a strip club, you know, getting shot or DWI drunk driving accident. He literally took two pills and woke up dead. They had fentanyl in it. He never woke up in bed with his wife and 19 month old baby. Yes. And he was 32 at the time uh, or maybe we're 31, but we were the same age. I forget if we're 31 or 32, but that's about what we were. And so I'm like, I'm shook, Eddie, because at the time during that season, I had a really bad cavity. And listen, I like to party. I'm not going to sit here and lie, but I, I just don't like pain pills. They just kind of make my stomach hurt. Right. I had this really bad cavity that I ended up getting pulled. And I remember during the season, he gave me a couple of pain pills. So I was like, oh, man, I almost can't go in. He's like, you got to go. And, you know, he helped me out. And so, dude, when he woke up, when I, you know, I, when his wife told me he died, dude, I got totally sober. I changed my whole life. I quit drinking, you know, for the time being, I quit smoking. I quit taking any pills. I just totally changed my life. Cause he was literally my same age, but at that same time where I'm like getting sober cause I'm so shell shocked. Cause I'm all emotional The the host, excuse me, the owner of the show his name is named Bobby Goldstein. It's Bobby Goldstein productions is the production company. He's like, Alex, you're going to be the next host of cheaters. So like, I'm all sad about my best friend dying, but I'm like, okay, well, this is kind of cool. I've been here for a long time. I'm I, I'm kind of naturally, I would be good at it. I know all the bull crap. I know how to do the walk up. I know the show backwards and forwards. So it's like weird. I'm in this really weird thing where I'm like mourning my friend and I'm exercising a lot and I'm sober. And I'm like, you know, thinking this is going to be a good opportunity. And then April, 2020, like right when the, right like when the pandemic is popping off, we go back into film for cheaters and they hired a 52 year old black dude named Peter Guns from New York instead of me thinking like, oh, well, Alex, you know, they didn't hire like another 30 year old white guy. You know, I would have been like, what the hell? But they figure if they hire somebody different because the show is bought by Viacom, which is owned by MTV. You know, they thought I would still work there and, you know, still probably produce shows for him. And dude, I was so pissed off. I was like, "Man, forget about this. You know, f this." And another guy that was worked with cheaters like Alex. You should start your own podcast. You should start your own podcast. Do your own show. Then you don't have to worry about it. And so that's what I did. In May May twenty sixth of twenty twenty. That's when I did my first podcast. And the reason why I say this when you ask me about the first meeting. So you know, in my first month, I get like a thousand subscribers. You know, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm whatever. You're starting. What's the name of your podcast at this point? It's called the conspiracy castle. And, 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 let me get, let me actually kind of need to kiss your butt a little bit. And I don't want to sit here and just kiss your butt the whole time. So I know that's awkward. I hate when people say stuff like that to me, but dude watching all of your clips from JRE, you know, where you're just like red pilling, you're just talking about nine 11 tower seven, because I didn't really wake up to all this stuff until 2016, 2016, when Hillary, you know, pizza gate, that blew my mind. And I, I called into the Howard. I used to be the biggest Howard Stern show, fam, uh, Howard Stern fan. I called in in 2016. And I asked him about Pizzagate. I was like, what do you think about this? You know, Podesta and, you know, and John Podesta and Marina Abramovich and Howard Stern's like, oh, it's all fake news. It's totally fake. Jeffrey Epstein, you know, and I'm just like, okay, wow, these people are, they're, they're evil, you know, because we know there's so much evidence that we know that these people are literally like procuring children, you know, Bill Clinton's on the Lolita express 26 times with no secret service. Like you don't have to be a genius to realize that these people, whether they're, whether they're actually, you know, banging kids, I believe they are, but you know what I'm saying is there's enough evidence to not say that it's total bull crap. Right. So I get red pilled in about 2016 and that's, you know, that's So I spent that four years just watching, you know, your clips, you know, talking about watching, of course, Dubai. watching all this conspiracy stuff. You know, I was totally, totally sold, bought in. So when I was coming up, you know, with my, with my idea for the show, I was like, well, I'm going to talk about conspiracies just because that's what I was obsessed with. You know, that's what I love because in this day and age, you know, entertainment sucks. It's all about intersectionality. You know, it's all about like, you know, uh, you look at SNL, it's all, if you're not a gay Latino trans, you're not going to be the lead of a show. So. What I'm saying is, I got really red pilled. I was really into the conspiracy world. I mean, deep, dude. Deep. So, well,
0: okay, you say um, <clears throat> PizzaGate was—is that what cracked your brain open? Take me through uh, what cracked your brain open specifically.
1: Well, for sure, dude. Someone uh, sent you a link. You, oh no, was I the remember first video, dude. I remember a, this. I remember specifically, like all of a sudden, I was like, this PizzaGate thing. I'm like, man, this is fake. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching. Next thing you know, I'm watching Loose Change. And I'm watching loose change, you know, and I'm learning, learning about tower seven. And then I'm hearing at that same time, there was clips of you talking about tower seven, I believe in 2016, you know, that was like kind of, when you were talking about it, I was like, what the hell is this tower? 47 story tower. There'd be the tallest building in 30 States fell down in 11 seconds from office fires. The first building in the world. I'm like, wait, this, this doesn't make sense. You know, what the hell, what is going on? So nine 11 dude. For uh, you know, you talk about like what well, you know you get into the rabbit hole dude i was in a 9 11 rabbit hole i mean every night i was watching a video about 9 11 before i went to bed you know you you know you play something on your phone while you go to sleep and it'd be like loose change it would be you know something about the israeli art students on the 93rd floor the what you know i mean just it was just like uh, larry silver lucky larry silver scene how he you know happened to not be at work that day you know he's at work every day so it's like a new thing and I'm just getting like more, I hate to say this word now because you know everything's all white supremacy and all this stuff, but I was getting like radicalized. It was my brain, I was getting awake. I was like, man, the government doesn't have our best interest because you know cognitive dissonance is knowing that the government doesn't, you know, lies to us and still thinking they have our best interests. So of course, 9-11, you know, then that opened the door to like the Iran Contra. That was a big thing for me when I realized the CIA was trading drugs with Nicaragua for guns. And then we were taking those drugs and sending them to LA and sending them to Miami and creating the crack epidemic. And then as well as that, then you'd be like, then they had these racist crack laws where if you'd have a handful of crack is equal to like a trunk full of cocaine. I'm like, what the hell? So the government is, is not good, you know? And then you look at the project for new American century, talking about how they wanted to destabilize the seven biggest threats to Israel. And you talk, you look at, just there's just so much stuff. I didn't, I didn't realize cause I was, I was apolitical my whole life on Obama, you know, there was times when I was like, Oh, Obama's good. In 2008, you know, I was like a, you know, I was like a college kid. I mean, this guy's cool. He's black. And he's, he's you know, he, you know he sounds cool. I was an idiot. You know, I was just, I didn't know the truth. This is the problem is the truth is only like one centimeter under the surface. You know, it's just people don't want to crack that that book open and even look under the surface and be like, Oh man, the government's lying to us. So well, I guess my, my radicalization though. So 2016, I was like the conspiracy guy and I worked for cheaters this whole time. I'd be talking about, you know, the shape of the earth all the time, you know, talk about the heliocentric model. People be like, Oh, I'd be like, what about the Antarctica treaty? You know, 1954, it's the only treaty that all the, all the governments, we all hate each other, but all the governments agree to it. Like, why would that, you know, how, why do we agree to that and then you know so you get into you know the shape of the earth you get into like all of the there's there's so many there's so many lies so we could talk about we there's an endless amount of conspiracies but for me it was 9/11 and uh, Pizza that was like my first I was kind of like my virginity you know what I mean that was like the one I'm like what the hell
0: yeah so, so how did you how did you go from uh, 9/11 Pizza Gate to
1: uh <clears throat> Uh, flat Earth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, this is why we have, we have to be very jump. careful. It is a big jump, but this is the thing is so, you know, of course they have the Eric Dubé. That's back when what I'm trying to say is YouTube used to be cool. Now it sucks. Is all the stuff that, you know, the, the algorithm, what it recommends you. But dude, on the side, all of a sudden it's like, uh, uh eric dubay you know it's like 200 proofs that the earth is flat i'm like what? what is this what is this and i don't even like this is the other thing is obviously i what i nowadays i have to call myself a geocentrist because i think you have to do the same thing if you say the earth is flat because it's been so demonized just like the term conspiracy theorist by the cia and you know in the 1960s from people looking into the official story oh oh you're an idiot you're an idiot you know they call Kyrie irving an idiot even though Shaq said the thing you know they, they make fun of Shaq. So now that word is like, it's almost like Nazi. It's almost as bad as a word is Nazi. So then I start watching these Eric Dubay videos and then I see like Eddie, I see you talking about it. And I remember like one of my favorite things, you're like, one of the, this is one of my favorite things. I, I recite this all the time. I'm like, so we're on a ball, 25,000 miles around the equator, spinning 1100 miles an hour. And then it's orbiting the sun, 66,600 miles an hour. And on top of that, the sun's going 1.4 million miles an hour. And then on top of that, the entire Milky Way galaxy has gone 4.4 4 million miles. So an ever expanding universe of space. Yet every night Polaris is in the same spot. You know, we can just see Polaris. And I remember you said that on JRE, that was like, that clip is like probably one of the most famous clips. I was like, man, this makes sense. I was like, this doesn't. This, you know, the heliocentric model. I'm like, this doesn't. This isn't vibing with me. And then, you know, you look at like uh, the proof that they have. It's like, you know, the ship's going over the horizon, and you get a zoom telescope. You're like, wait, you can just see that bitch. You can, boom, you're right. <laughs> you can see the the boat right there. And then also, you the, this is like you you look at their debunks. And they're like. Well, Eratosthenes had sticks and shadows. And you're yeah, like, that's, well, that's <laughs> hilarious, right? Did we proved that shit a million years
0: ago, dude, with Aristophanes, He yeah, had a yeah. shadow and a stick, and then he knew some dude 500 miles away. With no telephone. With no <laughs> pigeon or something with a
1: nose.
0: Yeah, it's just so yeah, dumb. Yeah. So. Okay, we live on a spinning ball because of some fucking dude 8,000 years ago. Okay. Yes, some yeah, some shadows and shit. And they stepped. And they still use, uh, they still use the boat going over the horizon. The boat, well, of course, bet- You guys are still on that one. Well, that's all they have, Eddie.
1: That's all they have. So, but this is what I'm saying. It's like we talk about the or the shape of the earth. This is what I what I have to say now. Is you know, I signed a deal with uh, Blaze TV, so now I work for Glenn Beck. And uh, I'm just a contributor there, but I'm working on doing a show there. Of course, you know, they don't like flat earth, you know, because they're mainstream, which is, which is, you know, understandable. So, you know, I consider myself a geocentrist, but, but this is the thing. This is my point being when I I start watching the Eric Dubé videos, and then it gives me Bart Sabrell because I started watching, I think I watched Eric's videos before I watched, you know, Bart Sabrell, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. I'm like, wait, the moon landing, dude. When I talk about, when you talk about, 9-11, 9-11, you know, Gate, Dude, my favorite conspiracy. Well, I mean, my favorite conspiracy of them all is Michael Jackson's innocent. I don't believe Michael Jackson ever touched a kid. You look at Wade Robinson and James Safechuck, the people that came out in the documentary. Wade Robinson testified in court two times with a, with a top prosecutor in the state of California grilling him and said that he was never molested by Michael Jackson. Twice and, and getting, you know, uh, getting cross-examined by a professional prosecutor at the highest level. And then conveniently, like four months after Michael Jackson died, and he doesn't get the job uh you know uh being the choreographer for the Cirque du Soleil Michael's action show all of a sudden he gets molested yeah and then James Safechuck the other guy that said he got molested said he got molested in the train station and I think it was like 94 or whatever the year was in the train station um Architecture plans hadn't even been drawn, much less built. So they didn't even have plans for it. So that's my favorite conspiracy because, you know, Michael Jackson was investigated for 19 years. Sure, the guy was weird. He didn't have a childhood. So that's probably why he had that arrested development. I'm not saying that he wasn't weird, but he hung out with Macaulay Culkin constantly. And he hung out with that other guy from the Goonies, uh, Corey Feldman, for years. And they both said, oh, Michael Jackson would never touch us. He was actually like a really good influence on us. We loved him. He was like a mentor. So in my opinion, I don't think Michael Jackson was dumb enough to lick little boy's dicks. But what I'm trying to say is that's my favorite conspiracy. And uh, uh, Hitler knows all about that. But, but you know, I'm sure do you know that. Have you seen those debunks, Eddie, about the Michael Jackson uh, I I
0: would I would go back and forth on Michael Jackson. But recently I'm starting to think, yeah, it looks like he probably got framed. That's what
1: well, and you know, the kid, Jordy, the one kid, he did pay off. And it was Johnny Cochran that told him to pay it. The other, the other attorney, uh, you know, uh, excuse me, Johnny Cochran went to fight it. The other attorney told him to pay it off. You know, that kid's dad was a dentist, was a semi-successful dentist. Then after it happened, he tried to sell screenplays in LA, totally bombed nobody bought a screenplay and killed himself, you know, from so much guilt. So it's just kind of weird that, you know, a suicide is just like that guys, if you're suicidal, then obviously you're probably like a weird person. Not that, not that they necessarily, you know, correlation doesn't equal causation. I'm just saying his dad probably felt guilty. I think it's very weird that his dad probably felt guilty with his son, his son and dad, they split off the Geordie kid. I forget his last name. He stopped talking to his dad because he's probably like, Oh, my dad made me go to a court case and say I got molested. So just Michael Jackson, I that's, that's my wonder. I'm like, I just don't think that he's a child molester. Have
0: you seen that video of there's an interview and it's Michael Jackson sitting with the kid. I think the kid's probably like 12 at the time or something, 10 or 12. And it's Michael Jackson being interviewed and the kids right there. And they're talking about how they sleep together. And Michael Jackson didn't deny it. He goes, that's how we show each other. We love each other. We sleep to people who love each other, sleep together. And uh, to me, that was like, oh, shit. Like, uh,
1: that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Know but it- that
0: that's that's not appropriate.
1: Of course as inappropriate, but at the same time, I mean, dude, he had this, I'm not saying that he was some mentally perfect guy. I, uh, but he'd lived in like this huge bedroom, this huge bed where the kids that have sleepovers They'd like literally do sleepovers. So I don't know. I mean, I just, I just don't think that he was banging kids. That's all. I, that's all I'm saying. I just think more kids would have come out and he was investigated for 19 years by the FBI and they never found any child pornography. One of his maids supposedly said that had child pornography, then when they got pressed uh, you know, they ended up considering, you know, saying that they were lying. So I just, with Michael Jackson, pervert, I think he was almost more asexual than a, a child molester, but that, but you know, like I said, I, with all these conspiracies, I don't ever actually claim to know the truth. And I say this all the time is I'm not a role model. Don't believe me. Cause I say it like, look into it yourself, like the name of your show, look into it. People need to make their decisions for themselves. So that's, so what, w- back to my point being, so I'm like the Michael Jackson. That's my favorite one. That's like, you know, I'm just, I just think Michael Jackson was such a talented guy and this and that, and the way he died with the AEG and how Conrad Murray, you know, they get, I just think it was very weird how he went out. I just, that's just such a, such an interesting story considering he was the biggest and best artist of all time. You could argue. I mean, you would say uh, Michael Jackson is, you know, the biggest pop star to ever exist, but what before i got into even with the eric Dubay videos they sent me to because dude i debated it you know you know like anybody i'm like oh man you know this isn't true there's no way the earth is flat i'm like you know no 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 you know you fight yourself you have that internal argument even though you kind of know we're not moving 1100 miles an hour and you're like how can a ball you know 80 you know uh it'd be 80 percent water and conform to a ball it's just a lot of stuff doesn't make sense and you can see too far over large bodies of water but you know how you kind of have that internal doubt but then that's what i'm saying when i first started watching it you know i'm kind of watching it with a skeptical eye but then dude then i watch then i get into the moon landing and i'm like a moon landing expert you know 1969 to 1972 they had six missions going through the van allen radiation belt you know there and back landing perfect being able to go there play golf get on a rover and this is the one for me is i always thought it was so funny uh, dave mcgowan wrote a book called wagging the moon doggy and i remember reading it And the best part is I forget the astronauts, but it was like, you know, the later Apollo missions, like 14, whatever it was is, but the astronauts when they came back for their publicity photos, they had like these really bad marks on their hands, you know, like scarring on their hands because the gloves didn't fit and like their hands, even like the, the recording, the official NASA recording, that one of the times they had the golf club that they snuck up there. They were like, Oh, my hand hurts too much. I can't even pretend to play golf. My hand hurts so much. And so Dave McGowan just really put it very simply. He's like, you know, This is the best technology in the entire world. We're able to go there. batteries in in the sunlight on the moon. It's 200 degrees Fahrenheit. And then it instantly changes 400 degrees to negative 200 degrees in the shade on the moon. And we had suits that worked on batteries, magic suits that we can't recreate today that could change instantly. And, you know, if they had to walk onto the lunar lander is negative 400 degrees, able to drive around in a car but they couldn't even get the thumb mechanism on a suit to work. Right. It just doesn't make sense. You know I mean? It's, you know, that just shows you how pathetic they can design all this stuff. They can design this engineering you've never designed before, but they can't even make a glove work to work on a person's hand where they could use it. It's just like yeah. slappable. <clears throat> so for me, the moon landing was the one where I'm like, okay, NASA is full of crap that you have to get that basis. Because even if you watch Eric Dubé videos, and stuff, it's so easy to just be like, Oh well, I can go to NASA and then I can just watch the I can see the ISS and I can see this footage and that debunks it, right? So you have to realize NASA is literally Satanist run by Werner von Braun brought over during Operation Paperclip. You don't get all this, you know, when you 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 know at first. You have to really do some research to realize like, "Oh man, Operation Paperclip, they they brought over uh you're telling me they brought over scientists from the Nazis?" And they didn't put him in jail. You know, the guy, the lead rocket scientist, the guy, Wernher von Braun, that supposedly rockets decimated Poland and killed all these people. We gave him a house in Alabama and just let him chill out and hang out with Walt Disney.
0: The crazy thing thing is they, Operation Paperclip, where they brought in, I don't know, I don't know what the real number is, but they're saying like 1,500 scientists, intelligence officers, all Nazis, brought them over, changed their name names of course they didn't change warner von braun's fucking name why that's the guy you should have changed his name that was the should have been the first motherfucker you changed that name of course. not only did they not change his name but he's the spokesperson for the and the director of of the of of the, the fake moon missions and he's got a thick ass german accent like they didn't give a fuck that that's weird i mean like maybe There's a good reason for it. Maybe there's a good Illuminati deep state reason for it. You know, like, oh, you got to just put it in their face and just slam them. Slap, slap him over the head with it or I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think it was just like a rebranding. You know, like they knew he was bad, but they're just going to put him with Walt Disney, of course, you know, is a, I mean, a transhumanist is a weirdo. And they were just trying to, hey, dude, this is the problem, Eddie. This is the problem with society. And I talk about this all the time. AW hamburgers, they were in the, they, they're AW root beer. They're in the hamburger and hot dog business. In the 80s and the early 90s, they did a nationwide market research survey. They were trying to compete with McDonald's quarter pounder burger you can look this up this is all over the internet and like a and w is trying to run cover and say oh well people were just confused but they asked they asked people a simple question they're trying to compete with mcdonald's quarter pounder which is one fourth and they were trying to sell a one-third burger right a third pounder burger, and they asked people what was the better value: the quarter pounder for three ninety nine, or the one third burger for a little less, like three eighty nine, just a little bit less. Eddie, and overwhelmingly, everybody thought one a quarter pounder, one fourth was bigger and was the better value. They thought that was more. So human beings are so smart they can't even do a simple fraction. And you can say there's a lot of reasons for that. They're at the mall doing something for a free coupon, so that's a reason they're not you know they're not doing it fast enough. And you can do. Oh well, they're stressed about their kids, about their girlfriends. So, and if you really, if they were doing a real math test, they probably could have figured it out. But that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with human beings that you know we think we're smart, but at the end of the day, you just want people just want the information told to them. They don't want to do it themselves. They don't want to look into it. They can't even do a simple fraction, one third versus one fourth. Human beings overwhelmingly picked the one fourth pounder, thinking that thinking twenty five percent is more than thirty three percent. That's where we're at uh, in society. I mean, so that shows you how easy it is to fool people is my point. And so the Warner Von Braun, they bring him over on his tombstone. Psalm 19 one, the firmament on the show, us his handiwork is literally what that says. I'm like, why the why would he why the fuck would he put the firm show with his handiwork? And I believe like Werner von Braun, you know, on his deathbed, whether that's true or false, you know, he said he kind of laid it out, you know, what they're gonna do, all the false flags. And then he said, you know, they're gonna do the alien invasion, which now Eddie is a conspiracy theorist. I don't even know if they had to do the alien invasion because it's like you look at the COVID stuff. It's so easy to trick these people. They're they're people are just they're gullible. I mean, and that's the sad state of affairs. I've been gullible, you've been gullible, but the reason that makes us gullible is because they have that mindset we're they tell you you're just a cosmic accident that, you know, we all came here from the big bang created by a Jesuit priest and that, you know, your life is really meaningless. And when you die and nothing happens, and you know, really you just worry about paying your bills and you just become a debt slave. But in reality, at one point for you and I to even be here, Eddie, we had to have 8,000 grandparents that had to have sex. And then that baby had to be born and that baby had to live. They don't ever talk about that. They don't talk about the impossibility of our lives. They just constantly put you under what is called trauma-based mind control to scare you, to make you worry, about like you said like your bills whatever's going on in your life so you don't pay attention you don't actually look into it you don't think like oh is wonderful von Braun bad you're more worried about getting the latest toaster or you're obsessed with materialism you're more worried about getting the newest lincoln car or the newest cadillac so you can impress your neighbors you know it's all the psychological operation in order to distract us from really what's going on
0: yeah for sure <clears throat> you always hear growing up that sports are a distraction and uh you never really i haven't really realized it till you know the scamdemic like how much sports organizations are involved in uh, the new world order and how important it is because they got it figured out these nazis got it figured out like they know uh the average person works 40 hours a week so that means the average person has an x amount of hours to uh see what the fuck is going on around him. So I think you got like 4 hours, the average person has 4 hours of free time or 8 hours, whatever the fuck it is, 12 hours, let's say. So they just got to pack those 12 hours in with shit that uh um keeps people from uh, uh noticing how they're being fucked and and how much tax money is being stolen. It's just politics is just all about coming up with different ways to take that tax money because that tax money is the that's the easiest money to get and the safest money like stealing tax money is really the only money you can steal uh without really looking over your shoulder you steal anybody else's money you know whether it's a friend or from a corporation or from a company depending who it is you might die someone might kill you they're going to come after you they're going to put you in jail but tax money Man, anybody could steal that shit. All you got to do is come up with a crisis, come up with some aid, humanitarian, start tug, tugging on the fucking heartstrings, and boom, aid, aid, aid. How do we come up with fucking aid? You know what I mean? That's all it is. Because we given
1: forty billion dollars to the Ukraine, and have people. Some people are cheerleading this. Yeah, we we have a, a massive inflation. Gas prices are higher than they've ever been. We're having fentanyl taken through our borders every single day. Kamala Harris will go to Poland all. All day long we'll deal with the border between russia and ukraine all the media will talk about it, but they won't even visit the border between texas and mexico i mean that's where we're at uh, it really looks like um
0: it's all about distractions right where we agree
1: hundred percent it's
0: about so what's what's more of an, a, a distraction than just like the dumbest shit like it's just got to be The dumb because everything that the the demons on the left are pushing is just the dumbest shit. No way that is uh, that's not on purpose. You know, like day one, Joe Biden becomes president. What does he do? He lets dudes play fucking chick sports. Day one, dog. Day one. Any, any, dude. Transgenders look at you don't even like that shit. Transgenders don't even like that shit. I'm giving you all the tracks. You become. You gotta make the playlist. All right. I'm just showing you all the different songs. You you uh, arrange them the way you want. That's all it is. So when you're playing quarter guard, you only have one way. You can go dogfight, or you could go deep half stuff. You could do that shit too. Like if I have this right here, I can go to dogfight. Right. Boom. <gasps> Come up here and attack. This is like a tug of war grip right here. This is a burrito grip. Bam. Here. And then from here, so to get that underhook, he's not letting me get the underhook, but if I can get a hold, a two-on-one burrito grip here, and then shoot up and pin it and get up on my elbow here. And then I'm gonna go bam and just dive in and grab this. And then once I'm here, I'm gonna half flex him, make him pace, and then bring that knee up. Boom. If you can't get the lockdown, factor, but you got quarter guard, get that underhook start battling with this get that up oh did that help listen to caitlin jenner she's going women men should not be playing women's sports like and even, even transgenders do. so they're just coming up with the dumbest shit so we could be yelling about it. it's not that it's supposed to make sense it's not supposed to make sense because if it makes sense then we wouldn't be fucking furious about it and enraged and talking about it on podcasts Tweeting about it. that's one less tweet they got to worry about. You know what I mean? So it's like let's come up with the, the like the the biggest distraction. like I bet like in some Illuminati boardroom, they're like, we need a fucking distraction, quick! All the election fraud shit is fucking pouring out. They go, okay, what about a a food? Let's do food shortage. They're like, okay, okay, food shortage. Okay, and then a guy in the back goes, what about a baby food shortage like <laughs> fuck yeah baby food. they're in a marketing room yeah <laughs> and every dude there's a right in the middle of this abortion crisis there's baby a fucking baby. baby food shortage that's brilliant dude. somebody got an island so george soros gave somebody a fucking island so that was genius dude ba- they were gonna go with food shortage and they said yeah baby infants dude infants they pro-abortion, pro-abortion, and then shortage on baby food. Holy shit! It's there's a meme out there, and it's like you know that meme where where there's a black dude like he's going like this, like think, and they got a uh, it's um Bill Gates's face. They put Bill Gates's face, and it's that that black dude doing this, and it says uh, says something like um uh there wouldn't be a baby food shortage if there if we had less babies.
1: And then he's yeah. like, something like that. It's something yeah. like find it? but Eddie- <laughs> This is how brilliant they are. This is how brilliant these social engineers are. We went for the past two years and all the people on the conservative side is like, we don't want the government making any medical decisions. You know, you can't dictate any medical decisions. And you had the people on the left. Well, you need to get vaccinated if you want to work at your job. You need to get vaccinated if you want to go to a football game. And now they have us in a hypocritical stance. Now the people on the right were like, oh, well, maybe the government should be involved in our healthcare decisions. Now all the people on the left, my body, my choice. So what that does is that gives us ammunition. It gives other ammunition in the culture war to shoot each other in instead of actually going out to the social engineers because now we have ammunition like the people on the on the left are saying well weren't you anti-vax you don't want the government now you're telling me when i can have my abortion when i can kill my baby so these people are brilliant and that's why the baby food shortage is just a small part of it so for the people that are arguing on the left they're like well we don't have enough food to ki- feed these babies so we might as well just abort them and that's what's so sick is like these uh, social engineers can trick us and we don't even talk about the real problems we're not even talking about over the hundred and over 108 Drug over 108 thousand drug overdose overdose deaths this year nobody even talks about it because they can distract us hook line and seeker everybody's like oh i'm so i love ukraine and that's why i made that rap video because i i saw on youtube you can say that you could literally lindsey graham called for the assassination of vladimir putin he said oh there should be some brutus and they should kill him and that was on fox news and then youtube said you could talk about killing vladimir putin so i was like Man, I'm gonna go insane. I'm gonna talk about <laughs> killing <laughs> <a> <laughs> and see that's what dope. happens. Yeah, but see, this is the thing that see now that I've been gone viral, people know the problem with these videos, the culture jamming videos. The what makes them go most viral is when people think they're real. Now, when people know they're a joke, you know that's that's kind of what loses it. It loses its steam. People like it when they can't tell the difference Then the right can share it, and then they're dunking on the left. Like, look how stupid you look, and then the left is like, Do I really look like this? You know, you know, it's that's that's what hey, works. What about most. have you done? have
0: you done uh you, you show up show up to city council and um try to uh demand because of the the formula shortage demand that we we up the the anti on uh, abortions, like up to two, two years. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> after, yeah.
1: Seven. seven. Yeah, you, hey, you got, you got to go two years. <laughs> up to two years. You can abort two years. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we have to keep doing the abortion stuff. Cause that's where we're at. But but, but, but one of my points is one of my videos that got millions of hits is Eddie. I don't know if you saw it. I went in a woman's bathing suit because that's another distraction. When you talk about the sports, it's like the pro sports, you know, every commercial is a Bud Light commercial and every single corner. And I've actually stopped smoking weed. I'm not anti-weed at all, but I kind of stopped. Uh, just because I was, my mom recently passed away. I'm not trying to get low vibrational. Every time I smoke weed, I get so depressed. So what I'm trying to say is, this is how they distract us. They give us all this alcohol, then they make us watch these pro sports. But then at the same time, they talk about how sports are so important. Then you have Leah Thomas, who swam on the men's team, ranked 457th ranked swimmer on the men's team. Then takes a year of taking hormone therapy, then gets to swim against the women and dominates. You know, wins two NCAA championships in two different events. And to me, that goes against feminism. That's against, and I'm not even necessarily a feminist, but that goes against women's rights. Those women's and spent their, you as a, you know, an athlete, you know, you train jujitsu. Imagine a you know, person, they, every single weekend they're doing jujitsu every day after school, they're doing jujitsu. Then they make it to the NCAA championships. They spent their whole life there to lose to a guy. And, and this is my point being is at the same time, women's swimming has never gotten that much attention ever. So you could almost argue that it was good for women swimming because now everybody's talking about women swimming. So it's like this other psychological operation where obviously Leah Thomas is bad, but then for the sport overall, well, my point being is this is why the sport will encourage it because now they're getting all this attention for women swimming. So now they're probably more encouraged to let guys swim. And this is the problem is now that's going to bleed down with all these helicopter parents. I'm sure you deal with them sometimes that are so worried about their kid winning. They're going to say, Oh, well, my son isn't that good on the men's basketball team but maybe you should play on the girls and then and then all of a sudden my son is a good girl basketball player all this sports stuff it bleeds down because that is what it's such a big part of our culture and the fact they're rotting it by letting men compete against women and not to mention leah thomas still has his penis still likes women is a lesbian is a lesbian still bangs chicks with his with her penis that's where we're at we're letting people with cocks and balls swim against the women so that's how that's how screwed up we're getting eddie like uh, for me, I'm almost losing a little bit of hope for society. And I'm not trying to be hopeless because that's what they always complain about. The conspiracy theorists. That's the biggest complaint. When I talk to a normie, they're like, well, don't you like being a conspiracy theorist? It's all hopeless. You What's the even point of living? I'm like, no, I don't think it's hopeless. I actually have a little self-control. I think the world could be a better place. I think there's problems that are glaring that we could fix. But at the same time, I don't think people want to fix them because these social engineers are such professionals, Eddie. So what do you think the tra- trajectory of society is heading, in your opinion?
0: Ooh, it's, <clears throat> we're, either, it's, we're either headed to uh, the Great Reset or the Great Awakening. It seems like both of them are happening at the happening at the same time. Sometimes I feel like, Oh, the great awakening is going to win. And then sometimes like, damn, that great reset, man, look what they're doing behind the scenes. When you hear about a bill, if Bill Gates is really buying up all the farmland. He is. If that's true, if that's maybe that's bullshit, maybe all that, that there's, that's a rumor that's bullshit. He's not buying up shit. One of the companies used to own now is buying it, but he doesn't have nothing to do with that. I don't know. I don't know. But if he is buying up most of the farmland, and if Vanguard or BlackRock really are buying all the land up and all the properties, all the single-family
1: homes—they are, Eddie. They're buying all the single-family really homes.
0: If that's really happening, damn! It looks like the Great Reset is. Uh, Whoo! I don't know, man. You know, sometimes I have hope because all these, <clears throat> you know, it's so many no-brainers like uh, like voting, uh, voter ID. It's a fucking no-brainer. You're going to vote. You're going to have a fight. ID. Duh. You need, you need ID for a lot of shit. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you need the ID for everything. You needed to I'm buy not, a pack no of cigarettes. ID, <laughs> no, no ID for voting. Are you fucking crazy? You don't have to be a citizen to vote. Are you not in New York? Try, go to Japan. In not New Go York. to Japan and try to vote there in Japan. Go to, yeah, that's, that's retarded shit. You know, so they pulled off, uh, you know, the great heist because a lot of the voting laws weren't um proper. And and uh they there was a lot of bullshit going on. And it's eighty-one like nice million
1: case. votes is bullshit, dude. Yeah. Anybody have a brain knows that's fake. I mean, yeah. okay, sorry, sorry. The o- only reason the only reason I, I
0: never really harp on that, uh, <clears throat> like that he got like eighty million votes, is because um I, I could see, even though you know I'm, I believe that there was a lot of uh, uh, fuckery um, mm-hmm. going on in the election. I totally believe that shit. Two thousand mules, look it up. Yeah. Um. They got video evidence, dog. Uh, mm-hmm. It's okay for all the Democrats to to cry uh, voter fraud in twenty fifteen. There's yeah. collages of like all the like Hillary. Hillary just the election was rigged. Hillary, the election was rigged. There's all this shit. But like you say it now, like you can get canceled. Like whoa, the platformary shit. Right? See, this is a
1: this is the problem though, Eddie. Too, because we we're going on so many tangents. You know, now I and and I am I consider myself conservative. Really, I guess I'm a populist. Like I love Alex Jones. And this is the thing: is like we kind of made Trump our savior. But now looking back at Trump, dude, Julian Assange. I was talking about earlier about what woke me up. It was the WikiLeaks. It was the Pizzagate stuff. It was the John Podesta stuff. Why does Trump not pardon Julian Assange? Like that makes me mad. Now I had friends, Eddie. One of my good friends, uh, Luke Coffey He's five years older than me. He went down there on January sixth, and all. And, and I'm not saying what he did was right, but he grabbed a, a a crutch, like somebody's crutch, and he literally hit it against a, you know, the whatever the U.S. whatever they're called the you know, the security guards at the Capitol, I forget that, you know, whatever the, the Capitol police, excuse me. he hit his crutch against their, their shields. He's charged with assaulting a, a police officer, entering a federal building. He's on house arrest with an ankle monitor. He's guaranteed to have to do some serve some time. This is a, you know, just a, a white kid from a, a, an affluent neighborhood. I'm saying he's not a criminal. There's has no criminal record at all. He's going to have to serve some jail time. So Trump, he didn't really his 11 days in office after that still let them weaponize, you know, uh, against them. You look at Trump. Like I want to love Trump. I love Trump for the character that he is. You know, for the actor, for the apprentice, for the you know. You're gonna to go to jail, Hillary. Didn't do shit to Hillary, and then didn't do shit into 9/11. Like there's a lot of issues with Trump. I have huge problems. He became the biggest vaccine salesman there ever was. He, as a matter of fact, bringing on Johnson and Johnson on the stage at his rallies. Still, he's still you know clapping, you know, patting himself on the back for Operation Warp Speed. So my point being, in the conspiracy world. Both sides, the left wing and the right wing on the same bird. And that bird is an eagle trying to freaking peck our eyes out. You know, it's just it's when you get red pilled, you realize or I guess black pilled, whatever pill you want to call it. None of these politicians have our back. I'm sure there's a lesser of two evils. But even Trump, even him with all of his power, didn't do shit to Hillary. And we know Hillary's evil. You look at the Hillary body count list and all that stuff. Yeah, that can be a conspiracy. But, dude, where there's that much smoke. Are you
0: following, a fu- what's, are you following what's going on with, with the Durham indictments?
1: Of course and they're going to say it's all fake news. You knew that all that shit was fake the dossier, all that stuff. But Eddie, nothing's but that's going to happen. It's coming out now. Now it's yeah, but now it's Eddie, if you expect somebody to ever, you know what I'm saying? Somebody's going to it's just going to be like Lee Harvey Oswald. There's going to be some Patsy that's going to get all the blame for. it. I'm sure somebody's going to take the fall. There's that's what that so they have fall guys. So we're never going to get any justice. It's going to be some stupid guy like, "Oh, I made it up. I did it." He'll probably go to jail. They'll probably cut him a check. I mean, dude, What we really need to worry about is we got a guy, John Podesta, convicted. I mean, excuse me. We got Jeffrey Epstein, convicted pedophile, Ghislaine Maxwell, hanging out with Prince Andrew, the queen's son, dude, the queen's son, the Duke of York. He's going around just scot-free, never get in trouble. He cuts a check. To, uh, you know, Virginia Goofy, oh, it's all water under the bridge. The media will not even talk about it. Jimmy Seville knighted, uh, you know, to, to top of the British politicians. All of them loved him. He was going and stealing kids from the hospital that he did charity work at, supposedly killing them, throwing them off boats. We don't even talk about it. The media is radio silent. So if you think anybody's ever going to have to pay their pittance for all their evil, no, dude, I've lost all hope. As a matter of fact, what they're going to do is if anybody has to pay for it, it's you and me like they would take you out. They'll demonize you. They'll demonize people looking to the official story instead of demonize the people that were on that flight log. So I've lost hope when it comes to actually holding people accountable or somebody going to jail, no matter whether it's Hillary Clinton, no matter if it's, you know, the right wing doing stuff. I just don't think I think there's social engineers and there's evil people, you know, like like we talk about the George Soros is the people that we don't even know their name are always going to bail these people out and not hold them accountable. Um.
0: So you basically have no hope for humanity.
1: That's what people say to me, but it's not even that. I'm just saying, what do you think? Do you really think that like, even with all this stuff, they say, oh, well, Hillary made it all up and, and they recovered all of her emails. Like that's never going to happen because it's like what's going on in the Ukraine. It's like the movie Wag the Dog. Dude, we just got out of a 20 year war in Afghanistan where, you know, we left there. It was insane. People are flying off airplanes and the military industrial complex. It gets trillions of dollars. It's just able to just all of a sudden just, you know, oh, now we're going to Ukraine. Now we're worried about the Ukraine war. Now Mitch McConnell's flying over there. Nancy Pelosi, like all these politicians. Oh, the, the Americans are so worried. The, one of the biggest concerns is the war in Ukraine. Yeah. People don't even have baby food to feed their baby, you know, and, and, and we don't even talk about how women's intricate systems are so messed up. Why aren't they breastfeeding? these babies because there's so many chemicals there's so much fluoride there's so much crap in our bodies that we can't even feed a baby with our own natural breast milk like there's so many things that if really and truly what i like to say is this is why i'm not hopeless the only thing we can do for ourselves is take care of ourselves diet a little bit exercise a little bit you know i'm saying eat right move around because really and truly if we just go into you know if we let society choose for us they're going to kill us. They literally want, if you, Eddie, if you say, if you go to your doctor and say, I'm depressed, they're going to give you an SSRI with one of the side effects is suicidal idolization. That's what they, that's how much they care about you. When people go to the doctor and say I'm depressed, they give you a pill that makes you want to kill yourself more. So that's where we're at when to help people, they give you a pill that makes you even more suicidal. So the only person that's going to help you is yourself. Eddie.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but I'm talking about, uh, so run for the hills help yourself uh live in a bunker
1: or- no 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 because because that's what they see you know you watch no, like, no, you're, like saying,
0: you're saying there's no basically there's no if we're not we're not going to do how how in your in your head how are we going to stop the new world order and is it even possible
1: well, I mean, when you look at this, this is the problem with our world. And Jay Dyer has just talked about it on the last one. And I talk about this all the time. We The, the world is being run by multinational corporations. These are not human beings. When you look at Apple, one of the biggest companies, they're able to have... Uh, factories. They're called the Foxconn factories where their employees, they have to have suicide nets because so many people are jumping off. You look at Pfizer, the reason why they can, they can buy and sell these politicians like toilet paper, because they're the ones that donate to their political action committee. So these companies, they have shareholders. They don't have the ability to feel empathy. These companies do not care about you and me. As a matter of fact, all they want to do is destabilize any sort of competition in order to gain power. So until we as human beings start making decisions, until we take the power out of the corporations, no, I don't have a lot of hope at all. I, as a matter of fact, it's going to be some sort of terminator lifestyle. Like we're literally, this is what I believe. And this is my conspiracy theorist mindset is I believe they're making the world so bad Eddie, So that when they have the technology and you can look this up now, they're saying they have technology where they're going to have digital sex. It's indistinguishable from real sex. They want to make your life so bad so that you are worried about climate change. So you plug into the metaverse. So you go like the movie vanilla sky. And we know these movies are a lot of predictive programming where you're going to plug into a computer and they're going to say, you know, here on earth uh, with the global warming, so if you only live 60, 75 years, but you go into this computer, you're gonna live for a thousand years. And your mom that's dead, oh, she gets to be there with you. Your dog that died when you're a little kid. Oh, you can they can be in the metaverse too. And people are gonna to run to it, Eddie. Like how they hang outside the Apple store for the new iPhone. They're gonna Oh, I want to go, I want to go to the metaverse. I got I got a, I got this coupon. It's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Oh, I got the golden ticket. I get to go to the metaverse first. And people are gonna to run to it. And so that's what I think we're at is people don't realize life is short. Our lives are short. You know, well, the most important thing I think we do is we create something that I don't have a wife and kids yet. So I'm saying this kind of, you know, hypocritical. I need to, my parents got divorced multiple times. So I'm a little kind of jaded by marriage, but still we need to create something that we leave a legacy on earth. Cause really, in my opinion, the future is going to be literally the matrix. They're going to plug you into a computer and you're going to think you're going to live for a thousand years, but as soon as you plug into it, you're going to die. So there's no hope. No, there is hope. What's I mean, you can, get, well, you can still have back? sex. Blame Regular that. sex is fine. You can still eat. I mean, you can still, you know, uh, compete athletically. There's still stuff you can do that brings you joy. Like, you know, but at the end of the day, dude, we're and fighting listen, the if beast we're system. Living,
0: if we're living in a new world order, there's not going to be that much joy. Well, this is what it is. We're just going to adapt and accept it. So new world order wins.
1: New, 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 new world order is going to win. 100%. Well, it's already won. I mean, how, I mean. Okay. Well, in, in, so in a no way, way, I mean, I mean, well, no, this is, I'm not this saying is. you're wrong.
0: I'm not because I, I know I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm, I am yeah. I hope I hope uh, uh, Trump isn't full of shit. I hope, you know, I hope those conspiracy theories where, you know, people lost hope. Um with trump because you know operation warp speed he was pushing the vaccine so much so pro. they don't they, you know people are like lost faith in him because he used to tweet uh anti-vax stuff um back, yeah. back in you know the early 2011 2012 13 and all that stuff so people are like disappointed that he was so operation warp speed pro vaccine uh, you
1: think like, trump's that knowing. dumb do you think trump's that dumb not knowing and dude if we're on i think we're on rockfin right we're not on youtube uh so rockfin. you can say we can say yeah okay all you want yeah yeah Well, this is what I'm trying to say is, dude, you watch any Dell big tree video, even the MMR vaccine, when they do the studies, this is the release study. They say correlation doesn't mean causation. They're giving it to children. If they give it to them separately, the rate of autism is like non-existent, but they even kept the schedule where they give it to them all together, really young. And the amount of kids that are autistic today compared to the eighties, compared to the seventies, compared to the sixties is insane. Nobody can even call that out. And I, and I go, I walk at Bachman like all the time. There's like an adult center for like, you know, um, mentally challenged people. Dude, there are more mentally challenged kids in this day and age than ever. Like, like when I was in in high school, the special ed room was one room. Now at my high school, I believe it's a whole wing of the school. So people can't even see that there's some sort of, uh, you know, outside, uh, wait a a minute,
0: wait a minute. You just said there's a whole fucking wing of mentally challenged people at your school.
1: At my high school, yeah, the, the special ed department. We have one of the top special ed departments at my high school. I went to Highland Park High School. with Matt Stafford was my quarterback, the you know the uh, the Rams quarterback, and Clayton Kershaw. I was captain of the football team. I'm one year older than yeah. Prime time. What, what position? Uh, you def- play? Defensive end. That's where I was number nine and nine. Alex Stein. What I'm saying is, is I went to this Defensive nice high school. How, yeah. how much do you weigh? I was a lot bigger. I'm six three. I was like two seventy five. I had to find a picture. I was a beast. But listen, what? it's not neither here. 275? Yes. Why? Eh? I was a big fat man, and then I went to I played uh, football my freshman year at University of South Florida. I got my ass kicked, Eddie. Oh, I got okay. dude, dude. I got I got. Uh, I remember the, one of the first times I ever got in. I was playing, you know, scout team tight end where I went to go block the middle linebacker, and we had this guy named Stephen Nicholas. He went in the third round to the Atlanta Falcons. Dude, he hit me so hard, Eddie. The first time I got in, they had to get the smelling salts. They played it on, and I wanted to quit that day, but my roommate just <laughs> kept me on the team. He's like, "You got to go to practice," and I made it to the end of the year. I said, "Fuck this." You um, know, like,
0: it comes to football, um, I, I like you know now how much of, of a distraction sports are, but but if you pay attention to what's going on and you're on top of most shit that's going on in the world, you can spend a couple hours on some football because now instead of getting distracted and not knowing that I'm being distracted deep state, um, style. I distract myself on purpose because I don't want to fucking hear about Biden for fucking three hours, you know, well, what no I mean? shit. So that's why I'm into football for the distraction.
1: Well, dude, and that's why i like, like I said, I don't even like Howard Stern now, but I'll go back and listen to him when I was a kid, like those years. So for the nostalgia effect, this juice, is other- baby it dude of course and eric the midget eric the actor dude it's great stuff uh but this is my point being with the distraction dude and and that's another thing when you get in the conspiracy world then you learn about tim donahy which is an nba ref that went to jail for fixing games so you're like how much of this stuff is manipulated by the refs a lot of it eddie dude, these refs can basically control the game so once you kind of know that like i'm i used to be the biggest dallas cowboys fan and then i realized oh my gosh th- this is all bullshit it's all rigged i mean it's a you know whether it's rigged to where they can i don't think they can make the score 32 to 34 as much as you think, but. How is Vegas always right? It's just when you now when you realize like, oh man, this is a little weird. Vegas always knows or always within like one point of the point spread. It's just you, I guess what I'm saying is I don't put my. Heart, I used to get mad. Oh, the Cowboys lost. Ah, oh! now I'm like I don't even care. It's just it's laughable. Like the Mavericks are in Game Seven. I'm here in Dallas, and it's like everybody in our city's like, oh, the Dallas Mavericks. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban sucks. He's like doing crypto scams. He's uh, you know he's riding Donald Trump's dick. He was uh, even in Texas when he didn't have the mass policy he was like still making people wear masks. So I guess my point being is like, I don't give a crap about any of these billionaires. I like to watch a little bit of sports. Maybe now knowing that it's all bullshit just to distract me, just to try to turn that part of my brain off where I'm like, because there's two, there's two parts of our brain. It's like the alpha waves and the beta waves. And you know, the, the beta waves is like when we just kind of want to watch and veg out and you watch a movie the alpha is what we're doing now we're talking we're turning on our brain we're having a conversation but sometimes i want to turn my brain off i want to relax because the world is stressful because it's constantly i talk about this when i went on tucker carlson and he acted like he didn't know what it is but we are literally under trauma-based mind control that's literally what they use when you turn on cnn you hear the death scroller it's 1.2 million dead One, you know 600 dead. that's meant to literally cause you stress raise the cortisol hormone in your body and put you in what is called fight or flight because when you're in that state of fight or flight you can't see the forest for the trees you're just like oh oh joe biden oh male swimmers and abortion and that's what i try to do so that's why like sometimes i like to be distracted so i can turn on because even me even you even if you don't want to be under fight or flight they can still put you in that, uh, that sense because your friends, your family are in it. Then you're like, dude, it's all fake. You know, you're, you're arguing with even your closest loved ones. That's meant to be, you know, that's, that's done on purpose to try to make us unhappy. So I mean, what I'm saying is sometimes it is nice to be distracted and I, I call it plugging back into the matrix, even though, you know, it's all fake and gay, you plug back in just to relax, just to, you know, take the edge off because the world Hell is yeah. such a yeah. crappy like, place. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, my son is I wouldn't consider him red pilled, although uh, I, I go out of my way to make fun of people that wear masks in public in mm-hmm. front of him. And we joke just to make sure he doesn't turn into one of those kids that has parents that can see through the bullshit. But somehow the kids are always wearing a mask because they're scared. Fuck, that's my worst nightmare, because I, I, I know some parents like that where they got their kids. You know, they bring them to the baseball game and they got masks on. And you're like, is, is and they're not with the parents, aren't wearing masks. Like, Why is your kid yeah. wearing a mask? Because they just like it. You know what I mean? Of they course. Like, it, like, whoa. So uh, I make sure that um, uh, when it, in regards to masks, I make sure uh, my son knows how lucky he is that his parents don't make him wear a face diaper all day. You know what I mean? Uh, we yep. found a school that didn't, uh, there they they weren't, they were hard to find but an hour in hour in la live, <laughs> i found a school that didn't require masks, and we you know that's the school he we went to this whole last year i wasn't gonna have my kid wear a mask in in school you know fuck that every any, any time we'd go to a supermarket you know during the bullshit where you had to wear a mask anytime you went inside a fucking store we never put a mask on him we we would only put a mask on if someone said some shit if someone yeah. said some shit and they made a big deal, but the only no no the only place you I don't fuck with, I don't fuck with Chipotle, because Chipotle, they'll say some shit. You give you have your nose sticking out. You go to Ralph's, you go to a grocery store, you could have your fucking nose sticking out. I'm like, I wish somebody would say some <laughs> shit. I got my uncle say some shit. Say some shit. But you know what? Chipotle, they be saying some shit. Chipotle yeah. was they cover your goddamn nose, or you ain't getting no burrito, dog it's your well, choice see, we can make this easy or we can make this hard. chipotle don't play
1: well that's another thing is because with the mass it gave people that the door checker at walmart who's never had power in his life authority to tell people what to do so people loved it but that's the other psychological operation like for two years i didn't even get on a plane because i didn't want to have to wear a mask so at the so so at some point you know you like There is this thing where you like have, you know, I got to have integrity. I'll never put it on. But see, this is this other thing is if you know it's bullshit and you're doing it because you have to get on a flight, you're not under that trauma based mind control. You're not you know, you're not following the rules because, you know, you're scared of getting sick. So I think there's some point where we have to be civilly disobedient. But at the same time, we still have to follow the rules, I guess, because we got to Like you said, you got to go to the grocery. You got to buy stuff. We don't want to ruin our lives. That's part of the restrictions is the people that don't follow it. So you ruin your life. And so my point being is I hated the mask, And then finally at the end of it, I was like, well, you know, I had to go on a flight. I had to do some stuff. I put on a stupid mask, literally for the first time. And I'm like, man, I just can't believe I gave the last two years traveling is my favorite thing to do, Eddie. And I didn't travel at all. I was like, I refuse to do it. And so that's two years of my life. I literally didn't do anything. Stayed in Dallas because I wouldn't put on the mask for a two hour flight or three hour flight. So I'm not saying fuck the mask. The mass is the worst thing in the world. But it just sucks that I let these social engineers dictate me, you know, dictate my life, like controlling it. So it's just this really weird game that we're playing. You know, it's like you said, oh, it's Chipotle. They're not going to let you go without the mask. You know, it's just all bullshit. It's meant to distract us, meant to make us fight. Like, you know, give these people that have no power in their life power to tell you what to do. And it works and it works really it works, works really well. But my point, well, I just want to make this point. This is the problem with the kids, though. When you look at the indoctrination, you look at the grooming, dude, and you're in L.A., you watch libs of TikTok all these kids are getting indoctrinated what when you and I were in school yeah, I didn't know my teacher's sexual orientation I didn't know what my teacher did on the weekend I didn't know about her gay crews but now because social media these teachers all have an account it's so easy for a kid to be like oh my teacher's married to a boy or you know and now all these kids they want attention and that's why I think my point being with these kids you you said how some of them even the parents don't have the mask on the kids they're they're They fall in line. They probably wanted to wear the mask because they see somebody else they look up to doing it. So it's really hard. They're the ones that are most indoctrinated. They're the biggest victims of this culture war.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because L.A. is definitely one of the craziest cities in L.A. in regards to the scam. Uh, And, you know, when when that judge, that one federal judge basically killed uh, the mask mandates in airports and on planes in public transit, uh, L.A. County is so retarded that they, they were like, fuck that. In L.A. County, we're still, you know, we're still requiring masks at the airport. So I went to the airport that weekend, that first weekend. This was two weeks ago. It was fucking weird, man, because TSA, everyone knows it's bullshit. Half the people had masks at the airport. No one enforced shit. There was zero enforcement of anything. You're supposed to wear a mask at LAX, probably you know, top three biggest airports in the fucking goddamn country. It's yeah, of world. course. Like LAX and they're making it bigger. And there was zero enforcement. And what we, there was no enforcement to begin with in the airports. There was never, nobody was going around yeah. checking masks in the, the airport. Yeah. Nobody was ever checking shit. Nobody was on mass duty. Everybody was just wearing masks. They were, they, where, where they were checking. And when they were being total Nazis is on the fucking plane. Of course. Like the stewardess they were hiring dude that i'm sure i'm pretty goddamn sure they were hiring some that were looking for savages you know what i mean you have to be a fucking savage you know like they were looking for bitches you know because it's dude they're just your nose sticking out just a little bit there's fucking 300 people on that plane they're dude people are gonna lose their fucking shit oh he's got his his the nose sticking out dude the nose sticking out did you so see that actress at this, at this era as the most retarded era in, in U.S. history?
1: That's what I'm saying. And, and you look at the rates of autism are really high, but did you see that actress on Broadway yelling? Cause one of the people didn't have their mask over their nose and none of them had masks? So literally it's like, you look at these, <laughs> these flight attendants, they, they, they probably actually didn't like enforcing it, but there's always one, you know, there's like the, you know, the one that wants to be the leader, the, you know, the, the, probably the one that...
0: bonuses for every time you fucking have someone cover their nose. That's a, that's an extra fucking 50 bucks.
1: And Eddie, we spent our whole life, we never saw somebody duct taped to a seat in this past year. We like 10 people are always duct taped to a seat. The amount of TSA people that, you know, are having the, the, I think it was like the incidences on an airplane. It went from like, there'd be like 20 a year to like 10,000 incidences in the two years to something ridiculous. So it's just, it's just bullshit. And then, and I, but I'm at this point now in the, in, in the, the pandemic or whatever you want to call it. Cause I know people that have gotten the vaccine are totally fine. I know people that got the vaccine are fucked up, but at this point, if people can't figure it out for their own, I'm a libertarian mindset now, when it comes to the vaccine, I'm like, if you want to get it, just get it. You want to wear your mask, just do it. Because I don't think that we're even if we sit here and argue about it, that's, that's what they want us to do. So I don't even care if people can't decide and make the right decision by now, I can't convince them. No amount of information can convince an idiot. So I'm done arguing with people that want to get their fourth booster. And these people, Eddie, they're never going to stop. Bill Gates was just on Twitter on, you know, MSNBC, I think with Anderson Cooper or whatever, CNN talking about how you're going to have to get one every six months until they come out with better, you know, better vaccines. Yet You look at Shanghai, they're locked down. They have a 90% vaccination rate. So if people can't see that putting this in your body does not stop you and they can't look into the information that every single celebrity that gets COVID's like, I'm so happy I got vaccinated. Then what the fuck? How am I gonna how is Alex sign? Nobody, you know, just a one guy with a podcast gonna convince him if every single celebrity in the world and politician, you know, I'm just saying it's not even at this point, if you can't deduce the information and realize it's all bullshit, you're never gonna figure it out. You're fucked.
0: Yeah, that's that's part of um. Uh, that's behind the thinking in that that could that one conspiracy theory uh, in regards to Trump and Operation Warp Speed is that the conspiracy theory was that exact mindset that you had. It was uh, the conspiracy theory is the good people, the patriots, if they really exist, if it isn't all just bullshit and all we're just being set up here, if it's not bullshit and Uh, Trump really is trying to uh, uh, drain the swamp. If that's true, the conspiracy theory is uh, the plan, the new world order plan was to lock us down for 10 years, raise all sorts of fucking billions to find this vaccine, find the vaccine. And in 2033, the vaccine is finally um, done. And that's when everyone starts getting vaccinated. But uh, meanwhile, the, the 10 years they're crushing the economy uh, you know we're getting you know closer and closer to straight communism so to counter that plan the conspiracy theory is that the patriots said we can sit around here and try to fucking convince people that vaccines are dangerous and unnecessary or we could just exactly what you said we're not going to tra- you're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do they want us arguing about that so the conspiracy theory is let's fuck up their plans let's Instead of having the vaccine in 10 years, what would happen if we had it in warp speed? Would that fuck up their plan? Because the plan was vaccine passports, all you know, all the way around. Yeah, you know, and what happened? They had to rush the vaccine passports. And then what happened? They something I never thought would happen. I thought once they put in the vaccine passport, they would never pull that out. That was the whole that that was the goal why but they had to pull it out because it was just too quick too many fuck ups too many people got injured so the conspiracy theory is while trump was saying we'd started some shit called operation warp speed and we're going to get this vaccine done in nine months and then kamala and biden and schumer and all of them were like he's fucking crazy it just takes forever to come out with a vaccine it's like 10 years a lot of fucking trials and then Trump said, watch me, October, we're going to have it. And then Kamala's like, that's crazy. They were like, are you Trump saying, the president's saying they're going to have a vaccine in by October, November. And then Kamala said, if, if that's true, who's going to take that? A rushed vaccine from Trump? No way, no way. So that that's what they were talking about in 2020. And then boom, the vaccine does uh, arrive. And not only one, because one vaccine in the span of nine months developing one—that's well, a miracle. But four motherfucking vaccines—that's that's what is that? Is that still a miracle, or what's going on here? Maybe if that sh- if that conspiracy theory is true, it could be total horse shit, uh, you know. And that's the plan. Like the only way to do it—the only way to do it—is we can't either lock down for ten years, vaccine in, t- in twenty thirty three, new world order complete, or. Fucking go to the big pharma Because big pharma just wants money They don't give a shit They just Mm -hmm. want money So maybe Trump made the deal with them And say listen You know there's just You guys would just want to release You know this shit's the coronavirus We got it It's the same fucking thing as the flu Why don't you just fucking release it now And get a trillion dollars now Why would you want to wait 10 years And big pharma's like you, we could do that we could just release it now he goes yeah just release it now you're getting all the fucking money now and then big pharma's like okay if you, if you say so yeah just do it now operation warp speed dog boom we guarantee and at that point it was just like people are gonna get get killed from this people are gonna get injured but we, i don't have if you can't like you said if you can't see this shit right now because uh if that's true if the good guys if that was part of the plan destroy the vaccine passport by rushing it And killing their timing and it all falls apart they couldn't they didn't have the infrastructure for it ready um if that's a conspiracy theory let's say it's not a conspiracy theory damn it looks like it happened if it if that's not a a real conspiracy theory it where are the vaccine passports at now they
1: pull yeah them. but Eddie Eddie you say this dude you can't go to Paramount Studios you can't work any job in LA basically any real job without being vaccinated to be on a movie set I know people in production movies they're all vaccinated so even though the vaccine passport isn't, isn't you know whatever uh, they don't have it like Canada that, that's oh that's inevitable I think that's going to come out and I don't think Trump is playing like 5D chess like that like exposing the vaccine because this is what they say they say the vaccine is safe and effective for everyone almonds and peanuts aren't safe and effective for everyone so they can't even be obvious it's say, oh, you know, you know, some people might have an allergic reaction. They literally say, "Oh no, you should get it." So I just think it's just that you know maybe it failed a little bit, but it's just inevitable. Like the vaccine passport, it's going to happen, but it's just going to be like abortions. How it's going to become a state's right, where they'll have states like California, where you're going to have to be vaccinated, or Portland, Oregon, if you want to be a politician or you want to you know go work at a government job, you're going to be have to be vaccinated. Then there'll be places like Texas. It'll be like, "Oh well, you know, we're we're conservative, we're anti-vax, or you know, you're not going to have to have it." It's just going to be different rules in different states, just like how when they say, "Oh." roe versus wade is going to eliminate abortion yet gavin newsom is going to give you a five-star limousine ride to california from nevada and put you in a five-star hotel and suck that baby out with a vacuum like you'll still be able to get an abortion so for me i think it's dude it's just inevitable and this is the other thing is this is when people you know they talk about covid if you do any research there's something called sars sudden acute respiratory syndrome mers middle eastern respiratory syndrome so in and, and about every year it, that would kill about sixty thousand to 100 000. so respiratory illnesses because there's stuff at the beginning of the the uh, that uh the pandemic they're like oh viruses don't even exist and i kind of looked in that but I, that's not the case people get pneumonia people it die so what my point being is they've had a vaccine for this they've wanted to roll this out they wanted to definitely it's called problem reaction solution the solution was a never-ending vaccine schedule i believe they just said okay let's just you know trump might win the world's so crazy we got to create a distraction. And that's why I believe they did the Hegelian dialectic. And that's why they turn on the, you know, the coronavirus pandemic, because they knew 60,000 to a hundred thousand every year is going to get some sort of uh, thing. So all the, all they had to do is just in, uh, pump up the numbers. Are the people that died of a heart attack or the people that died of, you know, uh, whatever, you know, a, an infection in their heart or whatever, you know, because people die of infections. Oh, we'll just put COVID. We'll just put COVID and we can mark up the numbers. So in my opinion, I don't, I don't have any hope. Guys, <laughs> you you go back to the hopeless, Like I don't have any hope that the the pandemic, it's grand opening, grand closing. They're gonna lock us down probably in the probably the next election, so they can do mail in ballots. Hey, all they had to do now, what they did is they realized it was a beta testing program. Now they realize how to do it. They're gonna do it again. They're gonna run the same playbook. Like, do you do you not think that there's ever gonna be a lockdown again? I didn't say that. Oh yeah, no, I know you didn't (laughs) say that. I'm just I'm just asking. Like, I I just I hate. I hope not, but dude, oh my I gosh. Think, you... I think I think it I think
0: this uh, scamdemic was uh uh kind of like a vaccine, you know what I mean? Because now we're prepared for it. You know what I mean? Like this scamdemic, now we're prepared for it. Uh and the business I'm in, we're way more prepared. N- next one. We know the direction to survive uh, to, to go into business wise to survive another lockdown. So we're learning from it. This scamdemic was a vaccine in itself.
1: Yeah. But Eddie, what about all the people you're not talking about? What about all the people that love this? A lot of people love it because we're under so much. Like I said, we're in that fight or flight. People are so depressed and stressed out. They love that other people's jobs are messed up because their life sucks. They're in credit card debt. You know, their, their life's barely, you know, functioning. So they love to see other people that actually were going on trips and they love to be like, Oh, that Instagram influencer went on a vacation. You know, you know, you know, what the heck are they doing? People love to call people up. There's people that still love wearing their masks. There are people sad that stuff is opening back up. So I would have never thought in a society there's people that miss the pandemic. I mean, that is what, that's almost the, the sickest part of this. There's a group of people out there. A lot of people that are sad that the pandemic is ending. That's how evil the world has become because misery loves company. People don't want other people to be happy.
0: Yeah, I believe that. I mean, I see it all the time. LA, we still got, even though the mask mandates are gone now, people still wearing masks, like walking down the street. Not that many, not like a year ago, but you still got people wearing masks. You know, it's, it's, it's scary. It's uh dude. It, it's generally people that just don't pay attention to life. That's all they just don't. They're just, and you know, illegals, Mexicans, they like wearing a mask. They don't want to fucking stay. They love, If everybody's wearing a mask, they just don't want to get deported. They're like, but being,
1: no, Eddie, you say that. So I, I I talk about Bachman Lake. That's another place where like they'll drop off a bus and I can tell it'll be like one guy with like three kids and they all have like a new Walmart shirt and a new Walmart backpack and they all have a mask on, you know, like a fresh mask because they don't want to. They think that's what everybody's doing. So you're right. It's, it's funny how like a lot of the immigrants and stuff are yeah. wearing the mask. But, dude, if everybody says this joke, but if a pair of Levi's can't stop a fart, then a mask can't stop a deadly virus. It's not about, you know, all this stuff, the vaccine and the vaccine mandates is not actually about stopping the spread. It's about making people comply to the rules. So that's where we're at. Like I said, I'm not even I'm done arguing with people. If you want to go get your fifth booster, go ahead and get it. That's not my problem. That's that's the mentality I'm talking about. That's
0: the mentality yeah. I'm talking that's operation warp speed. Think about that. Operation warp speed. That's the last name you want to call an operation for <laughs> a vaccine.
2: Yeah. You
0: want to for a vaccine you want to call, call it operation take your fucking time <laughs> yeah. and do it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no rush on this Operation safe thing. protocol like, or, now, or something. Warp yeah. speed that that doesn't even exist. Warp speed is like Star Trek talk.
1: It's a yeah. joke. It's like operation the last thing you want to rush. But amazing. Eddie, this is what pisses me off. They even admit now Johnson and Johnson's causing blood clots. Nobody says a word. Nobody holds anybody accountable. Like they admit, you know what I'm talking about? You saw that where Johnson and Johnson they say it, it even it causes blood clots. Nobody gets held accountable. Nobody's you know ringing the alarm. None of the mainstream media is covering that. So like they can even mess up, and it's that cognitive dissonance where people know the government sucks dick, and they still think they have our back, which is stupid. The government literally just pees on us and tells us it's just raining. That's their favorite thing to do because the government is about people management systems they just want to manage us control us they don't care about our happiness our well-being you know that and people can't see it
0: close your eyes and just am i moving am i spinning it's that easy we're not
1: the earth is stationary and that is scientific not pseudoscience the earth is spinning at a thousand forty miles an hour you can't feel it you can't measure it. You can't observe it. You can't repeat it. But trust us. Trust us.
2: People are just deceived. I mean, I grew up from kindergarten a globe.
0: They gave them a global graduation to take home like an inflatable ball.
2: So why are they teaching the globe model? Well, the globe is a container, and it's a container of all the
1: known land. Known land. If there's more lands, in the late 1800s, they were talking about more land beyond Antarctica. The North Pole is a biggie.
0: very glamorous destination. What if we all took our compasses out and just followed them until it stops? Oh, It is that far. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Oh my God.
1: Wake up. What Wake if up. we can truly become free? They needed a new model because they wanted a new world order.
2: Open your eyes. Open your
1: eyes. The physics of water is to find and maintain level. This is the year of Flat Earth.
2: The next level.
1: The heliocentric theory is
2: bullshit.
0: Get ready for the next level. The next level. The next level. The truth cannot be stopped. Visit the next level2022.com for more information. Now, what do you what do you think? Uh, COVID came from a bat, COVID came from uh scientists who leaked it from a biolab, or COVID is just the flu.
1: I think it's just the same amount of people that, that every year they get pneumonia or SARS. You know, I think it's probably just like a, an infection. Dude, we have sudden acute respiratory so, so symptoms. You think it's, it's just the flu rebranded, right? Yeah, it's just pneumonia. Cause I, I mean, I know people that, I know a lot of elderly people that died of pneumonia before this. You know, I remember, oh, that, that person's grandfather got pneumonia and died. Like, so I do believe, you know, my mom got COVID, dude, and she was totally, she was basically fine. She was a shorter breath. I talked to the doctor. I, I posted a video of this. It's on my YouTube. I said, no remdesivir. We want no ventilation. Dude, Dude, they gave my mom remdesivir. The doctor overrode me and her because we signed a DNR. She was dead five days later. Her, her body, uh, you know, filled up with, with fluids. So what I'm saying is the people that are dying in the hospital, a lot of them are not dying from the flu. People are getting the flu, and they're they're looking at the news, and they're getting scared, and they're going to the hospital, but they're dying from the protocol, the rim So people are dying, but they're not dying of pneumonia. They're not dying of the flu. They're getting sick from it. You've had, have you ever had the have you ever had the flu? You probably had a sore throat, and you I've know had the you've flu had a bunch of times. Exactly. So I'm saying I think the flu exists is my point, and and they're talking about how it's you know a bioweapon from China. I believe it's the viral shedding from the vaccine is why it got worse. That's what I personally believe. I believe yeah. that whatever they they're giving in you that's making people cough and that whatever that shedding is, that's why the numbers are so bad. Uh, You know, I I think at the beginning of the pandemic, it probably wasn't even that many people sick. It was just a few people. I think we were less sick when the, before the uh, the vaccine came out, in my opinion yeah the vaccine is the fucking virus you know A oh, 100% that's what's encouraging they're literally they even admit in the vaccine they have to put coronavirus in it for your body to build antibodies it's like what the fuck would you get what the fuck makes sense does that make I mean you're gonna give us the, the virus oh yeah we have to give you a little bit of it so your body knows how to fight it and they're talking about now they said this on the mainstream media this clip went on viral on Twitter, on Twitter that now your body can create what is called uh, antibody resistance it's like how you get a tolerance to drugs your body gets it you can get a tolerance if you get vaccinated so much you get a tolerance to the vaccine it doesn't even work the same way so it's just like dude the numbers are going up because they're injecting people with a lab made of toxin that probably does make people sick it doesn't make everybody sick so that's i just that's what i think is happening right now in the world it's like i do believe uh it's all man-made but i think they just used a real virus and now they manipulated it with a vaccine
0: So originally it
1: was just the flu,
0: and then Mm. once they got to the point where they were jacking people with the jab, that is what got people sick. Is the jab not? uh, Yeah, the the viral shedding always around. Is that what you believe? Yeah,
1: that's what I believe. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, I'm not an immunologist or whatever, but I think it's just pretty obvious that when you look at the numbers, they went up and then you look at all the people that tell, and then all you got to do is this. We know the PCR tests are bullshit. They even admitted. I mean, the guy that created the PCR test knows it's crap. You see all these videos in China. They're like you know, swabbing crawfish and fish. And there you see people pour Coca-Cola on it. Those tests gave all these people's, uh, you know, high numbers, oh, all these positive cases. So you think it's a really bad, it's not half as bad. And every year, probably people get the flu in life before this, people would get the flu and be sick. And now they think they have the, you know, COVID because really it's like the placebo effect, but it can be the reverse placebo effect. You, you get a test and it says you have coronavirus and you think you're sicker than you really are. So I think it's just, a. I mean, we're under constant trauma-based mind control Ed. that's what it is, Eddie.
0: Yeah. You know, you, you, uh, I've always heard that, you know, people with cancer or diabetes or just in bad shape in general and elderly. Everybody knows you learn it in the first fucking grade. The flu or a cold takes them out. People like, yeah, a cold will take grandma out. We can't get her sick, you know, and it's because of the comorbidities. It isn't because of the cold, because the cold's not taking out 20-year-olds, you know. I mean, every now and then. The kids, happens. none
1: of the kids die of COVID. I mean, they had like make numbers up. And this is another thing is like how people say, you know, there was like the movement where, you know, the anti-viral you know, viral infections are real. I know people that got STDs and stuff, you know, STDs are real. So like you can, there are communicable diseases in the world is what I'm trying to say. So I never revived yeah. with that.
0: Have you seen that video of Fauci from uh, maybe 2016 or something, 2015? He's been being interviewed on C-SPAN and- Uh, He's basically saying it over and over that you don't need a flu vaccine. vaccine. If you've had the flu. Yeah. Yeah, You got infected because getting infected is actually the most powerful vaccine. Have you heard that one? I've seen that clip on C-SPAN. That that, that right. That's, that's case. Fucking close. Can you play that real quick?
2: Yeah, here we go.
0: Case there. fucking closed, right? Of course. I mean, that's, that's all closed. you need to know. Case fucking closed. And then check out the that one right there. I put that in my stories on Instagram like every other day. Like, it's just for the next two years. It's just I'm just going to keep play. like that one right there. Is like, what do you say to that, dog? That's your boy. Your fucking boy saying that shit. And, and, and look and, at Bill Gates, your other boy. Your other boy, Bill Gates. Listen to this. Wasn't he said until it wasn't February when I was in a meeting that experts at the foundation said, there's no way, you know, this, there's been too much uh, travel without diagnosis uh, for us to contain this. And then at that point, we didn't really understand the fatality rate. You know, we didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease mainly of the elderly kind of like flu is although a bit different than that. So what? that was pretty s- scary. Period. He just With, said, "Your boy uh, Bill world- Gates." Your boy Bill Gates just said that it was a low fatality rate. That's your boy, yeah.
2: the guy mm-hmm. who started
0: all this shit, that closed everyone's businesses down. He said, and he said it's a disease mainly for the elderly, kind of like the flu. Get the fuck out of here! It's
1: Give me any. But people don't even know his dad is William Gates senior who started Planned Parenthood with Margaret Sanger. He's a literal eugenicist. People are like, Oh, Bill Gates has our back yet. Yeah, we got footage of him talking about how we re- need to reduce the population by 15%. And then Dr. Fauci, who they've said is a hero, he was giving people during the AIDS epidemic AZT, which is a backordered cancer drug killing people. And this is the problem though, is this is that atheistic mindset. And this is why like when you come to conspiracies, you even whether you're religious or not because i think organized religion is kind of pretty evil and a lot of them are really bad but my point being is once you realize there is a creator that we're not just you know the big bang didn't just happen and we didn't just you know you know poop out uh you know from the primordial soup we're not just you know evolving from pond scum once you realize that then you actually have some power but a lot of these people because they have that atheistic mindset and they're looking for a hero they're like anthony fauci is so good he's our hero and they don't even do one bit of research to see how evil he is and how these people are bought and sold by these big groups so bill gates like people are making him a hero you look in his background at ibm computers where he sold the original microsoft software to they could have developed the software themselves but they didn't want to have a monopoly so they wanted to buy the software from somebody bill gates bought it from another developer and then you know packaged it like he was his microsoft became a billionaire so that's not done on accident he's a puppet his dad is william gates senior started planned parenthood it's just these people like in the conspiracy world they are evil people, and we put them. We put them on a pedestal. Anthony Fauci is like eighty-five years old i think he's like the highest paid government official he's been in uh you know washington the longest time that's how you know he's evil he's never even lost his job because he's always done whatever evil shit they wanted to do and people will never realize this people will never look into it they're just going to immortalize him and say oh they're both heroes bill gates so smart though he's not a doctor he's got bitch tits he looks like the pregnant man emoji and nobody very few people out of the population even realizes this (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Um so were you saying were you saying that you've already done um one of those city council bits with about abortion and killing? Well babies? I did it I I so did an abortion already?
1: I've done abortion rap, but but my first one, the first video that you you sent me, and I had to thank you, dude, because that video you sent to Alex Jones, and they had me on Infowars that next week, and now I go on Infowars quite a bit because I've become friends with Harrison and Owen. So that was all because of you. I really appreciate because I was always trying to get Infowars attention. But see, that's another thing. in The conspiracy world so fucking annoying. They're like oh, he's been on InfoWars. He's controlled opposition. Even yeah. though Alex Jones is like losing his ass because of the Sandy Hook stuff. And I mean, I have some opinions on that, but I don't even want to get into what I'm trying to say is, dude, these people are so these people are so toxic. They can't even say Alex Jones is a good guy. Yet Alex Jones has woken up so many people to the new world order, to what's going on. It's never enough. Like, you know, it's these people. Are, if you give a mouse a cookie, you got to give him milk. You give him one conspiracy. You got to give him another one. Oh, he, I don't vibe with him on this. I don't vibe with him on that. So it's just the problem is these people are very everybody is the same way they're very um this is i think it's george carlin has a joke or maybe it's bill hicks but he's talking about how when you're driving and then somebody drives past you really fast you're like man fuck that guy why is he going so fast and then if cars in front of you they're going real slow you're like fuck that guy why is he driving so slow the only people you like are the people that are driving the same speed as you and that's how we are in the conspiracy world that's how we are in the normal matrix world people just don't like anybody if they're a little different than them we all need to be sheep and just be the same
0: yeah, that is a problem. Everyone's uh, accusing everyone else of being a shill. You know, like everybody thinks like you know Alex Jones is a shill. He's a friend of mine, and you know what? I if if someone pulled him to the side you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago and put a gun to his head or whatever. And he made some Illuminati deep state deal. There's no way he would tell me like, like he's a no. Bravo that, you know, back in 2002, <laughs> I got thrown into a white van and they basically, you know, threatened my children. So, I, you know, I have to be a shield for them, Eddie. And you, you know what I mean? Uh, he would never say that, you know, so I don't know anything for sure. Anybody could be a controlled opposition or a shill or some fucking double agent kgb fbi CIA. i don't fucking know but I, I you know as far as uh me and alex jones i know him pretty well and he's exact he's the exact same person he is on airs out there air, just fucking talks conspiracy theories all he could go all night and the first time i hung out with him, maybe 15 years ago i was down in austin with joe joe was doing some comedy and i was just t- you know tagging along and we hung out with Alex, and I was, and you know, I was just, I'm a, always been a big conspiracy head, and I had a thousand questions to ask him, and I was worried that I would just fan fanboy out too much and bother <laughs> him, annoy him, or whatever. But no, man, he fucking loved it. I'm like, dude, he's exactly the same dude he, that he is uh, on air. He really cares about his family. He really cares about the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. They're, if he's controlled the opposition, the, dude, they're crushing him. They're going after him financially. He. You know, you all his life's ruined man. Yeah, it's hard for me to believe that that's all fake like all the shit that's going on to him. Like he's faking it. That's hard for me to believe it. But again, I don't know, but I love Alex. I mean, yeah, you know.
1: it's like you said, he, maybe he is controlled opposition, but he's woken up so many people. Like, you know, it's just this is what the thing is you have to take the good with the bad. Nobody's going to be perfect in this like conspiracy world. Like, oh, everybody's a shill. Oh, you know, oh, oh, Rogan's a shill. Oh, Eddie Bravo's a shill. Oh, Alex Stein is a shill. You know, if you even have one, and then I want to Tucker Carlson. Oh, automatically. Oh, he's been on mainstream media. And they, this is the other part of the conspiracy world. They think every girl is a boy, you know, like, and I definitely do believe there are some conspiracies where there's the feminization of men in the masculinization of women. And maybe there is a training. Maybe Michelle Obama does have a penis, but not every famous girl like Katy Perry is not like, there's just some conspiracies. <laughs> They're just so crazy. People don't realize some shit is real, but people can't, they can't accept that. Not nothing is real. Everything is fake. I, I'm not, I don't ascribe to that. I think, you know, some stuff does happen, uh, but then you look at like the, like we're on rock. so we can talk a little bit about this shooting, dude. You know, uh, I haven't watched a video. I've seen clips, this kid going in and I believe, you know, the, the shooting was real. But I think, you know, it could be so he could they could have radicalized him. They could have got on his computer and like maybe encourage him. They could have got him on some message boards and then they radicalize an 18 year old. And then they, you know, this fits their narrative that he has, you know, the inward sprawled on his gun. And he has like all these victims. And yet in Chicago, 16 people die of gun violence every weekend. And they still put Lori with. They never talk about it. So it's just very easy for the, me- the media. You look at the Wakasha guy. You know, he ran his car into a bunch of white people and killed five of them. They don't even talk about it. I think at the Milwaukee Bucks game, 17 people were shot by a black guy. They don't talk about it. But as soon as this happens, it's all we're going to hear about. All we're going to hear about is white supremacy. So it's just these people, I, they do control stuff. There is a lot of stuff that's fake bullcrap. But not every single thing in the world is fake bullcrap, in my opinion, Eddie.
0: Uh, yeah, I I feel you. I feel you. Um, uh, what's next for you, Alex? How can people find you?
1: Okay. Well, dude, what's next is I'm on the grind, dude. So I I signed a contributorship with the blaze. I work for Glenn Beck's company. You know, people are going to say, Oh, you're a shill this and that, but they've actually been very hip and very cool. And, uh, they love, uh, they love Joe Rogan. They like, you know, you, they like conspiracy stuff there. They're pretty hip. So, you know, I'm talking with them, you know, about creating kind of like a nonsensical late night show i'm going to go out on man on the street i'm going to you know troll people i'm going to go do uh, the culture jamming what i'm doing now so you know i'm just not going to stop i'm going to stay on the grind i don't care if people are, oh you oh you work for a, a media company you're fake listen this is the thing you have to you can't just wake people up you like you know it's like when somebody's asleep and you just shake them up they wake up and you know you have to kind of give it to them in doses you have to kind of do like the drip stuff you have to see you know hunter biden's laptop you know the government the, the whole news said it was fake now they say it's real stuff like that is coming out where you can actually wake up normies but you can't just hit him in the head with a sledgehammer and be like you know the earth is you know you know you you just you You have to give it to you have to give it to people in doses because there's levels to this. You have to realize, you know, the government lies to us. You got to go to 9/11, the moon landing. So for me, is I'm trying to get on as big a flat platform as I can, so then I can red pill people, then I can wake people up. But until then, me on YouTube, people are like, oh, oh, Alex, oh, you're a shill. I can't say the elections fake on YouTube. I can't say that ivermectin is a good, uh, you know, uh, cure for corona. I mean, yeah, for the coronavirus. They'll cut you off. So you're a shill if you just go on YouTube. YouTube and you follow the rules. So for all the people saying, Oh, I'm a shill." No, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to actually be smart about it. I'm trying to play the long game. I'm trying to actually wake people up. So we, the, the great reset doesn't happen and it's the great awakening, but we're not going to be able to do it when all the people that are actually are awake are just bitching and moaning, Alex Jones is a shill. Oh, you don't talk about this. You don't talk about this. When you go on Tucker Carlson, people, all these people are, you know, a lot of people are, are lonely. They're afraid whether they're awake or not. And they want to bring down people within the misery loves company. So what I'm trying to say, I guess my point being is like, I just want people to support me and not even follow me. I'm not even a role model. I'm like Charles Bark in the 80, 80s. I'm not a role model. I just want to try to get people to turn on their brain and make the decisions for themselves. So, you know, what's on the horizon. If, if, if I don't get shut down or de I'm going to be big and people we are going to say, Oh, Alex, I mean, you're a show. I'm going to be big, Eddie. And I'm going to wake a lot of people up by the time that I'm 39 years old. That's what's going to happen in the next five years.
0: That's beautiful, man. How, how can people
1: find you? What's the best spot? I'm on Twitter, Alex, 999 I'm on YouTube. Alex, you Conspe- Social? I am on true social. I'm on there. I haven't been using it much, but I, I'm on true social. Uh, they've actually like been really nice. Um, Twitter is where they see Twitter is crap, dude, but that's why I like it because then I can go and I look at all the blue check marks and the NPCs and the non-playable characters. It's kind of how I hear the regular narrative so we can debunk it. You know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, we get too much in a vacuum chamber as in the conspiracy world is my problem. And then we're just speaking to each other. So I like to try to speak to people that aren't. In the conspiracy world. Like, dude, my dad is still, I'm, I love him so much. Dude, a, a D Magazine, that's like a local magazine here, they like wrote a hit piece on me. And, and i didn't do an interview because i knew they were gonna write a hit piece my dad of course did an interview and he's like yeah my son's conspiracy stuff kind of you know makes me nervous and this and that i'm like dad you're so asleep you know i can't even wake up my own dad even though he's a little <laughs> he's a little awake i'm saying the guy i love most in the world so it's not easy to wake people up is my point being but the way you do it is now with my dad you know i can talk about the hunter biden you have to use a lot of the mainstream stuff against them in my opinion eddie because you're not going to be able to get them like oh tower seven you can't start off with tower seven you know what i mean you can't start off disagree, with warner von braun old boy. i disagree well, you, old boy. yeah yeah i mean yes there is a way there is a way to do it but not everybody wants to sit and watch loose change you know what i mean no, you know no, not no, your, all you got to do is just show them tower seven five different angles
0: how it drops at falls free fall speed
1: and it's like the only building to ever you know fall uh, you know implode in its footprint no from office headed. fires Yeah, I know. Listen, I know you're talking to a guy that's woken up a lot of people and I'm awake myself. Uh, uh, Do you believe
0: you believe uh, planes hit the towers or was that CG?
1: See, this is the thing When you look at the Pentagon No, I'm like, no way a plane hit the Pentagon But then I was arguing with this other guy That's a 9-11 truth It was like, oh, that was for sure planes Dude, I do think they flew some sort of military plane Drone plane into the building I I, I personally do think that uh, But I also believe there was, uh, had to be a planned explosives I mean, the way it fell into its yeah. footprint 11 seconds But I, in my mind In my mind, I think that those planes They looked gray You watch the footage It didn't look like it you, you know, they didn't look like America Even though American Airlines are gray It just didn't look the same Those planes looked different in my opinion. And I think they probably did fly planes into those buildings. You look at the Rockefellers, they built it. They fell down 33 years after they broke ground. Larry's lucky Larry Silverstein wasn't in the building. Like I, I do think in uh, they had irreparable asbestos I do, in my opinion, I, and I've, I've gone back and forth on this. Like I don't, even though the guy, that actually created the software and how to uh, put like add CGI planes. Did you know that? Like in loose change, you talk about it. Yeah, He was supposedly the guy that filmed it from the helicopter. In my opinion, I think they flew planes into it, but they were like military planes. And then you look at the Pentagon, no plane hit the Pentagon. They only give us th- you know, three frames, the holes like right on the ground. I just think that's impossible. You look at Shanksville. I just uh, flight 93 went to ground and hardened. It didn't even look, I mean, that just doesn't make sense to me. So it, 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 like the, if you're just think there's two planes that hit the world trade center, you know, the South and North tower. I do think they probably had some, they do have drone technology where they can fly a plane without a pilot. They have that. They admit that. So that's what I personally think. Like I said, am I right about all this? Stuff? No, don't believe me. Look into it for yourself and, and, and you make the decision. I shouldn't make the decision for you. I don't want other people making the decision for me. I don't want to make the decision for you either.
0: Beautiful Alex. Uh, we're going to wrap this up, man. Thank you very much for, for uh, entertaining us. You <laughs> could go on forever, man. Thank
1: Ever, you, man. dude, it's an honor. No, thank um, you for having me, Eddie. I really appreciate when you, it. When are you gonna do the the the
0: two years and under abortion? When are you going to do that at the city? Council? I'll do it next how? week. I'll
1: do I'll do it next week. Go, go ahead. Like, how, how, how dude, there are so many meetings. I'm in DFW. I'm in a Metroplex of like 30 cities, dude. There's too many meetings, Eddie. There are so many meetings. I'll do it this week. I'll even, I'll call you out. I will do an Eddie Bravo shout out. i will be like, yeah, my buddy, Dr. Eddie Bravo. He says that we should be able to have abortions. He's one of the best doctors in California. Says we should be able to have abortion. I'll shout out Tim totally, to Plant. Awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, I did. I did. One hundred percent. You had to share it.
0: I'm I'm one of the top uh pediatricians.
1: Okay, in the, in there you the go.
0: World. I've written many <laughs> papers on yeah. abortions.
1: And you and you're gonna say, well, it's it's okay if a baby dies between before two years because it doesn't have memories yet, so it wouldn't even know that it lived. And that yeah. You know, yeah. That'd be good, and yeah. I
0: and I I, I um. I'm in the middle of de- I've just gotta get through the trials, but I'm in the middle of developing all new revolutionary way for to abort babies. It's a, all all <laughs> new, top secret. But you could go ahead and leak some of that info out.
2: Okay,
0: we're going to go
1: through the ass.
0: And th- this is last like- yes.
1: It's the the needle up the butt. Okay. But this is the one thing though, Eddie, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to kiss your butt, but I really do have to, uh, you know, thank you because a lot of people, I've been kind of railing on the truth community. You know, you had, you know, I know you have a show now and you've had a lot of opportunities, but you've probably lost more opportunities from speaking the truth than you've gained. I mean, I don't know if that's true. Maybe I'm just speaking that from what I, what I feel like because people probably demonize you a little bit. So I just want to say, you know, I would have probably never even talked about conspiracy theories and there's other people that influenced me, but you are one of the main influencers. So I just appreciate you speaking your mind when, you know, you probably, you know, lost stuff, law opportunities because of it. people probably look at you like, Oh, who is this guy?
0: It's only a lost opportunity if you wanted it or if you were expecting. Yeah, it. well, this is the I don't thing. Even okay, want it, dog. So, the, like, the, I like, I like where I'm at right now. I like where I'm at. I like the financial position I'm in. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be a fucking multimillionaire. I want to just keep it, keep what I got afloat, keep my friends, same friends. I don't need any new friends. I don't need any new followers. I really don't. You're already, if you're on board, you're on board. If you're not on board, I'm not looking for new followers. I I just want to keep it indie. I'm on Rockfin. Rockfin is about as slayer as you can get. I could talk all the shit I want here. You know, I'll leave YouTube. I go, You got me, dog. I won't say shit on YouTube. I'll just keep that for my business. My IG, I get a little crazy on IG. They got mm-hmm. me on a little shadow ban action a little bit, but
1: Yeah, because you, you have like a hundred you got like seven hundred thousand on Instagram.
0: I'm surprised they, they haven't they, kicked you deleted, off. They deleted a hundred thousand followers in the last year from me.
1: Okay, this is the last thing I always want to say though. It's it, this is, and I stole this from Dan Bilzerian, Even though he's kind of a dirtbag guy, but he said this on Jerry He said the 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 story of the Chinese farmer. Have you heard this one? No okay so this is a story of the chinese farmer a chinese farmer one day he goes out to tend and his horse ran away and he's like oh how i'm gonna how am i gonna farm and everybody from the you know village that came oh that's so bad you know you lost your horse and then the chinese farmer's like maybe then the next day the horse comes back with seven other wild horses and everybody in the town's like oh congratulations now you have all these extra horses it's so good and the chinese farmers like maybe then that third day his son is out tending to the horses and the horses trample on his son's leg paralyzing his son and everybody in the town's like oh that's so terrible your son is temporarily paralyzed his legs are broken that's so bad and the Chinese farmer's like maybe then the next day the draft service comes around and they don't draft his son to fight in the war and die in the war because his son's legs are paralyzed and everybody's like oh that's so good that's so good that he didn't get drafted and the Chinese farmer's like maybe so the point being is like we don't even know what's bad or good until we have perspective on it so right now like even though what I'm talking about the hope Thing. you know it, sometimes it does feel hopeless but we don't know if it's bad or good till we can actually get some perspective on it so this could be the great awakening it could be the great reset we just have to wait and see is what i'm saying
0: i believe you i don't know why
1: but i do <laughs> <laughs> thank you alex we'll talk soon yes sir eddie thank all you. right you're the man peace see you ya. see you ya, see you guys
0: the jujitsu dojo is the ultimate training ground for life Jiu-Jitsu will accelerate the evolution of your being, your consciousness, your soul. Through this amazing art, you will prove to yourself that you can master anything you set your mind to.
2: Happy birthday, Eddie Bravo!
0: I leave for Brazil tomorrow. Abu <laughs> Dhabi. Are you the Fear Factor guy? I'm uh, like six pounds over. Time to sweat it out. Just imagine someone that has no idea how different your game is. I'll tell you what this weekend was man,
1: it was a culmination point where all your hard work comes to like one great moment in time. You showed that you're a fucking champion. Guy who goes against convention. You created your own shit and
0: figured interesting ways to get around problems in jujitsu.
1: And shows you that great things are possible if you work hard, if you dedicate yourself, and you use your creativity and you push through, your own
0: human potential just goes up. My 10th Planet Association has grown rapidly to over 70 academies worldwide, and their curriculums are all synced to 10th Planet headquarters located in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Annie bravo. I hope to see you on the mats.
2: You can tell it's real because it looks so fake.